We still got alien shit going on. San Diego Comic-Con. Tons of stuff. Had to bring in Richard. Let's just get right to it. Let's talk about it on Top 5 for Fighting. We're going to talk about it this week on Top 5 for Fighting. Dozens and dozens of years. Decades of years. Decades of years. That's... First of all, first of all, give spoilers. Okay, we are. Oh we yeah, are yeah. Talk about spoilers. That here. would have been a huge dick if, move. Get the Charmin. Greg's gonna <laughs> shit on something. <laughs> Tell but you what's going on. There's a bunch of monkeys looking like they're fucking a coconut. Literally, anything in the goddamn fridge. Two hours later, you've got a Haitian mudslide going on, and then it's just you're like, why did I do this? Here we go. I, He's I got really, that look on his face really like he's getting ready to punch a this, baby. Yeah, this this movie was a bag of dicks for me. He used to run through the house just hauling <laughs> ass. Nothing but underwear. Probably naked, ass too. In his underwear, hauling ass. I'm going to have me some fun. I'm going to have me some fun. All right, here we are, episode 22. We yes. are back. We have an action-packed week of announcements and trailers and... It's it's all right down our buddy's uh right down his his lane right down his alley. So what we did was we brought back uh, the impressive Mr. Richard Alexander for his 18th appearance on the show here. Wow! Listen, when San wow. Diego Comic Con happens and all of this stuff gets announced and planned, you have to have Richard. You got to talk about it with a master, have, right? Why even bother? Welcome back, Richard. I'm I'm, I'm embarrassed of the, all the riches of oh. words. Wow! Oh. Just own it. <laughs> yeah. Just wait. Own Just it. wait. We haven't even gotten started yet, son. Oh yeah. Goodness. We got all kinds of... Sh- this is... There's almost too much. Like, I was trying to cut, compartmentalize all this stuff, and what do we got to talk about? What's the most important stuff? And, of course, I broke it down. I have an actual... Or, it almost was like I knew what I was doing. You got you were fake. We're going to fake it this week. Yep. You know what I was thinking? I did the same thing. I was sitting on the sofa the other night writing down all this stuff that I thought I would want to talk about or want to make notes of or... or for once, have some notes that I can look at while we're talking, so I'm not stuttering over, you know, some fucking famous person's name because I'm a dipshit. And I was thinking, I'll help could you, you with ab- the big words. Could, don't worry. Right? Could yep. you ab- the big words like uh and the and him? Yep, I'll spell it out for you. I'll be like uh, Lloyd and Dumb and Dumber. I, t huh huh. That that word's the. I got cue cards for you. Sweet. Could you imagine being lucky enough to have like a week to go to Comic Con and and figuring out what you were going to see on the day of the day with all that stuff that they have there and so many different things and the trailers and the movies and the panels and then the booths? How I mean, here's the problem. No, I don't know. I, honestly, I don't think that's for people like us. No, I, I think it's so rare to actually be able to do something like that. But here's the other problem. If you let's say the three of us were to make plans, we pack our bags, we go to San Diego, right? Right. We're head to Comic Con. We want to be at the Marvel Hall H panel. There's no guarantee you're getting in. Oh no, not no. at all. That's the part I have a problem with, as far as like like you said, Richard, a bucket list trip. Like yeah, th- this would be something like, hey, I did this. I would have a really hard time justifying the money, the expense, the hotel, and all that stuff to go out there and see this stuff. With no guarantee you're going to get in. But correct, right. You're so right. It is a bucket for list. For me, yeah. and this is something I've always thought about San Diego Comic-Con. It's basically, for lack of a better term, it's the Super Bowl of, of cons, right? Yes. The, we, we have a couple here in Tampa. Every city gets them. They get bigger every year. Why in the world is San Diego Comic-Con not cashing in on this and streaming it? I'd pay 15 bucks to watch all these panels. I paid. I paid twenty bucks to see that's a great to be idea. able to go on like an on demand style. I want to watch the in 
make me wait a day. I don't care. So if you, if you want to keep it special for all the people that are there, that's fine. But how much money could they make? That's a great idea. They could. But if you did that, attendance would go down. No, it would absolutely not go down because I don't believe that it's for a such a I do. it's such a spectacle. There's no way. You're going to make more money from that because for the people that can't get there like 99% of us because Hall H holds what a couple thousand that's it, probably about right. It's, I mean, it, it's big. How do you it, know? You can't even get in there. Because you hear the reports, like, only certain number gets in. And I think oh. it's like 2,000 people. Oh. Ass buster. Oh. <laughs> Leave it to Greg. Well, I, I, I would just you say... Would, you would make more money in the long run. Go ahead, Richard. Well, I was going to say that, you know, it, what, if you, what, what you just said is true, then they would stop doing WrestleMania. Because they still sell out the stadiums. True. And, uh, and you still got to pay. But there's something, to, there's something to say about going to a live sporting event. I mean, like, we all love hockey. Hockey's better live than it is on TV. Yeah, but there's, right? like, there's yeah, but, 82 but that, of them. Yeah, yeah but no, they're, I, they're, I understand they're, they're, that. There's 41 of them. I'm saying for San Diego Comic-Con, for Marvel, for Star Wars, all these panels, it's a huge deal because only, you know, a couple busloads of people get to go in to see that And happen. I agree with that. You would make more money because there would be people that would pay Not to watch it. Not to mention it. all the crazy gifts they get, the, the certain handouts, the, the right. collectible stuff that they get. You will not lose... You'd lose a lot of the spectacle. You would not lose a single iota of the spectacle at all. All oh, you're going to do... Okay. All you're going to do is allow other people to you see convinced it. Them. I'm wrong. You uh, could, I, of course, I know. Uh, absolutely. Great job, Mike. So you're going to San Diego, say, say you live there, and a, a ton of people that live there go, you're going to say, no, I'm not going to go because I can just watch it on TV. I do that with the Bucks every week. That's different. We're no, talking about not. a good product, not a shit product. No? Exactly. Yeah. You're, you're still. I, you're, I disagree 1,000%. So you're, you're telling me that you would rather <laughs> go. more than 100%. You would rather go fight that chaos and deal with all that shit and stand in line for six hours, not even knowing if you're going to get in the hall, instead of sitting at home in your underwear with a fucking beer in your hand and watch the Marvel, the that, Marvel thing? That is not Seriously? what I said at all. We're in Florida. This happens on the other side of the country. Okay. I, if you give me the option to watch this on TV for 20 bucks. 15 bucks, whatever, well, I'm then, going to pay that. Well, then you can't use WrestleMania as an excuse because WrestleMania is only in one place. What's the difference? It's a totally different totally different event. No, totally. it's not. It's something that only a certain number of people can get into that you can't guarantee yourself. Always got to shit on things. I'm not shitting on it. I, You're totally shitting on it. No, what did I just say? It's a different, See, it's a different style when we of have, event. When we have these discussions, you hear what you, 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 hear what you want to hear what when I say something. Okay. I just said to you, okay. they would make more money. Let's just strip this onion down to the bare thing. You think that if it's available to stream a day later after this happens, you're going to lose attendance at San Diego Comic-Con. I think, sir, I think there's a certain sect of people that would not go, yes. I think if it and is, I, it's and a, I don't think I don't think people the would stand in line for being, eight hours. But but is your reason because it's being filmed? No, my reason is is that if I can pay fifteen dollars to watch something tomorrow instead of going there and standing in line for eight hours and maybe not getting in, I'm just going to go do all the other stuff and then pay the fifteen dollars tomorrow. Now the spectacle goes if away. If that uh, Hunger Games style lottery goes away. And I can buy a ticket to Marvel's Hall H or the Star Wars Hall H or all that stuff, and I know that I can go and get in. I think that's a much better system. I would make that trip in a second. Yes. But the problem is you're going to have millions of people trying to get 2,000 tickets. I'm, and I'm not arguing that fact. I think so the way they have it set up is kind of silly. For the 2,000 that get it, that's awesome. Like the, it, that, That's incredible. But for the other people that are left out, like, great, we hear about it, we read about it, I can't see it. 
Why Com- would you not want to cash in on that? Comic-Con needs to be smart enough to understand that there are some of these events that are in Hall H and stuff that they need to be held at like a bigger convention center. And I they need they to be f- able to get ten or twelve or 16,000 people in there, whether it's a, a, some Broadway play or something like that. Because you're really, you're really kind of fucking the people that are coming out there and spending their money. And they're, they're creating that mass chaos and, because what are you going to do? And let's not forget, that, that's no cheap trip. No, hell no. San Diego... I mean the the trip to get there, the hotel accommodations, and then to pay God knows what to try and get what you're trying to get. It's well, it's, air, it's airline nuts. companies and hotel companies aren't stupid. They know what's going on that weekend. Oh, they cash. It was on just it. like uh, it was just like last year for the national championship game when Clemson and Bama played. Uh, nobody wanted to go from the East Coast because plane tickets had tripled, and you couldn't get a room on that weekend for less than four hundred fifty dollars a night when they're typically like eighty nine dollars. Right. San Diego does the same thing. They're not stupid. Right. They. I. I'm not saying people wouldn't stream it because Greedy would I hell. stream it? Hell yeah, I would stream it. Oh, in a heartbeat. But but demand. if if somebody told me, would you rather stream it or would you rather go fight that crowd? What I'm going to go. I'm going to stream it. If I could have a ticket, I'd fight the crowd to go. In a, to see something like that in person, I think would be that I agree phenomenal. With. One that time, I agree it's with. not something I'd want to do every year. Yeah, to do that and check that box, I think it would be awesome. That I agree with. I agree with that. Yeah. Totally. All right, moving on. Moving on. So, start your list. What's my list for San Diego Comic Con? Oh, like the, the the stuff that you wanted to cover because we're gonna just we the are first gonna the first thing I, I saw so bad the first thing I saw that really made me happy. Was have you seen the trailer, the teaser for the Harley Quinn cartoon that's coming out on? And 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 listen, guys, I'm sorry, it's going to be on the DC app, and, and that kind of pisses me off. This is an adult Harley Quinn cartoon. Very. Like, did you see the trailer? Did yeah? Did, did you watch it? Yes. Okay. I mean, p- people getting punched in the nuts. Um, it, uh, I'm sure there's going to be some poison ag- ivy Harley Harley Quinn action going on in there. That's courtesy of the marketing angel. Let's because hope. because that is certainly a theme Far in the comics. Now. Um, I mean, this looked this looked like a high quality DC product coming out. Of well, course, it's animated. Well, well, but look, well, look how many the, times do you hear that? Well, I was going to say, but look well, at, Swamp Thing. Look at DC's history True. when it comes to animation and their characters. It's solid. They, they're home runs. Yes, they're, they're the Marvel's equivalent to, to the, the movies. To, to the they movies, are. Right. Yes. Yeah. They to, are. Live Speaking action. of that, I don't know if you guys are. I I know you haven't. You may have. I watched Hush, that just came out. Batman Hush. Amazing. I haven't seen it. It's, I mean, it's still kind of it's regarded as what? Yeah, right. Um, it's still kind of regarded as like one of Batman's best comic arcs, and it's the movie is apparently they did a little different ending with the movie than they did in the comics, but it was again a great animated movie. DC knocks them out of the park. They're they're animated. They're I have not watched an animated DC movie yet that I would not go. I would buy that. And you know what's funny? Because you just said it. There is Harley and Poison Ivy action in that movie. Mm. Swear to you, it, it's I was it caught was like you talking about Richard, Hush? Is this really Richard. happening. Mm. Richard, you about, wait, are you talking about Hush? Yes. Oh, yeah. It, it's um. There is language in it, and there, yeah. There's some stuff in there. I was just kind it's of. Good. I was really surprised knowing that even though DC does kind of ride that edge on some of the storylines, that they're like. Fuck it, we're gonna make an adult cartoon. This this is for adults. This isn't for kids. And it's not thrown in just to gratuitous. It, it, no, it's it not. Fits the story. They've got big time names voicing these characters in this in this arc. And you know what? I screwed up and I didn't write them down. But look it up. I mean, big time names. Yeah, I was kind of bummed that Conroy wasn't Batman and Hamill wasn't the Joker. But 
it, 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 that's an afterthought because the whole rogues gallery is thrown in this movie. Yeah, it, it's M- all, Mudman. Is all of Mudman the villain of them, Clayface. Clayface. There Clayface it is. is in it, and all of these villains are getting their strings pulled by the Mudman. villain, which is his name is Hush. And the twist at the oh. end is fantastic. M- Mudman makes an appearance in Backdoor Babes Five. Mudman. <laughs> Yeah, after a night of eating White Castle. <laughs> Go down that dirty road again. That's, that's the German version you of know, the... I'm, I'm sitting here shaking my head because I think to myself, why why Disgusted. can't they do this for their live action movies? I texted you guys this. I know. I, while it's, I was watching, I texted you guys that very question. There's, there's like, one reason and there's one reason it's only like and gas, it's money. It's like a gas leak in the building, man, where just everybody forgets how to do it. It's it no, it's 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 straight up money. Look at what you have to put it look at what Marvel is spending on making these movies. The budget, the budget for Endgame was was like seven hundred million dollars. That was the budget, and that wasn't. And you can't even say that that's all salary because RDJ got a cut. He got a percentage of the backside. Right. The money that they have to, the people that they have to put in place, the writing, the the promotion, the set, all that stuff. Yeah, but uh, that's that's now. That's ten years later. I get that, but but everything's standard when you make your first movie. But what does it movie. cost? But what does it cost you to make a cartoon? I mean, even Brie Larson, Oscar winner, she got you know much less. But it's I, still a lot of money from a company that can afford to trip up because Disney's footing the bill, and Warner Brothers doesn't have that. They don't have yeah. that right now. No, I get that. I, listen, yeah, that's a, that's a valid argument. You know, the thing yeah. that used to drive Warner Brothers was their their comics. And they're because they had a whole lot of the DC stuff in their cartoons, and their cartoons don't exist anymore. You don't have Animaniacs on in the afternoon or Scooby Doo, bullshit, or, by or the any, way. yeah, or any of that stuff. I think they're like remaking Animaniacs or bringing it back, or I've something like read that. It that even Spielberg yeah. is involved with bringing, please bring but, back. But Warner Brothers can't, I mean, and 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 they've already done it, they've already put that money out there and and had people go, what a what a piece of shit. Batman versus Superman. I mean, even though it's watchable, it's it wasn't what it should have been. Uh, the, the Justice League was. A, you want to get right down to it? It was a flop in the in the box office. So so much so that they've they're scared shitless of what they're doing with Wonder Woman now. But knowing what because I, we're still waiting on Wonder Woman. But knowing what I know now, what we know now, I don't blame Zack Snyder for Justice League. No, me either. I blame Joss Whedon because he came in and changed everything. Well, I don't blame Sam Raimi for Spider Man Three. Yeah, he he made it. I no, did, no, no. Sam Raimi was told what to do. He's come out publicly oh, and he said, did. "Okay." He said, "This is my story," and they were like, "No, no, we need to go bigger, harder, faster, longer." And he's like, "You're going to ruin the story." And like, this is what you're doing. And he said, "Eh, okay. Here's my paycheck." Yeah. And then he went back to doing what he what, what he likes to do, horror movies. So, well, you know, to, to prove your point further, you know, they got James Wan, who's very well known for Fast and Furious. Is he and the one? Very. He's the one. The the one. Not the ancient one. But the he one. did Aquaman. And it was a fantastic movie. Yeah, it, one of the still <laughs> haven't seen it. One of the very I few. I haven't seen it either. Christ, I know. Guys, fucking get with it. Jesus. I know. I'm sorry. I'll quit my job so like, I have more time to so watch shit. Like you guys, have. I know why I won't see it. I, I mean, like to me, you guys have successful careers or something, uh, right? You would think. No, I know why I won't see. I it. have I won't a career. I don't know the successful. Honestly, because when I compare Marvel's Aquaman, uh, there's no comparison, and I don't want to dilute the product. But why can't you just watch a separate product? It has nothing n- to do with that other product. I know that. I just I have no. Geez, Richard, it's like it. you can't pay movie to walk through a door and just enjoy a movie. I I'm waiting for Submariner. I love I just, being the non-stubborn one in the room. I love it. That's true. I'm it's, gonna I'm gonna watch it. I, I want to watch it. It's on my list. It's, it's just fantastic. So much going on that I just don't have. I, I mean, Mira. <sighs> Woof. Woof. 
Woof. All right, all right. For those at home, I'm holding up my left hand and my right hand. Mira or Jan? Oh, Mira. Oh. In a heartbeat. Wow. In a heartbeat. Nice. It's fantastic. All right, so what else did... Um, pretty much everything else I had that I really wanted to talk about was a couple of movie trailers, okay. which we kind of we kind of sure that I have them. We kind of touched on Top Gun too, uh, yep. Top Gun Maverick last week. Yeah, we did. Um, you know, I I kind of poo pooed it last week, and I was just being. Yeah, I, I hope it's really good. Being I, Greg. It, it looks like it could be pretty good. I want to see. I want to see some solid action scenes. I, I want to know what the story is, but I it's not till next summer. So you yeah. know what? I'll wait. We, we got so much other stuff going on that the other movie trailer that came out that I'm excited about, and I just saw it last night. With Zombieland, I knew it. I Double tap. Knew, let me just go ahead. And this check looks. That off my this list. looks like. You know what? You can like him or you can not like him. Woody Harrelson is a fantastic actor. I, I was just thinking and, uh, this morning about the career that guy right? has been able to create. The different styles of movies, the different types. I mean, comedy, action, horror, drama, uh, just everything. It, that that part in the in the trailer when he says we're gonna talk and he she says you talk first and he says no you talk first and she pulls out a gun he's like I, my name's Tallahassee and it just looks like it's gonna be so much fun. Go ahead, Richard. What were you gonna say? Well, when I think of Woody Harrelson, to me, I think of that scene in his hotel room with Javier Bardem from uh, No Country for oh, Old Men. Yeah, that is freaking riveting. Yeah. I mean, I, I just Woody Harrelson, man. I mean, you talk about you know that dumbass bartender from Cheers, and then the career he's been able to create in Hollywood with big freaking movies. True Detective I, I'm, on I'm, HBO. I'm impressed, man. Uh, and it's funny because, because the Planet of the Apes, the last one. He just, he, I mean, he was just a nasty sob, man. The, um, but for the right reason. Oh, he was because he realized evil what, in that movie. What was about to happen? Right. Yeah. The thing that stands out for me the most with him in it because it was so recent is him playing Archie Bunker in the live TV oh, thing. Which yes. yeah. He did really it, good. Get it, get on. I mean He did a better was, job of Archie than Jamie did of George. Uh, oh, I agree. I don't think uh, And Jamie I, was not bad. No. He he was funny. Archie But Woody he, was impressive. He caught his mannerisms and everything. I was I was really impressed with it. Like when he like when he screwed up. Yeah. And he made everybody like Woody actually had to turn around because he was laughing. Uh Jamie Foxx said something wrong. And he's like, It's live TV, y'all. Never broke character, but looked around, looked at the audience, looked at him and says, Live TV. And then Woody and Marissa told me they they literally they turned around because they were laughing. He's just good. And yes, Zombieland Two looks phenomenal. Yeah. That that part where they op- where they open up the trailer when they're in the field and they're go- making their way to the White House, you know um, what you know what the one thing that intrigues me the most about this and he's not in the trailer and I'm glad because they didn't give too much of this away. You know who's got a credit in this movie? I don't. Bill Murray. I do. Yes. <laughs> now that you say that, I did hear that. I, I'm super super yes. interested to see Is how Eisenberg that goes down. In that? Yeah, it's the original cast. Yeah, and it takes place the. Uh, Exact amount of years after the first movie happened, so like it's now it's real time. Like so it's it, another it, movie I'm it, not going to watch. Why? Why? Why are you not going to watch this? You just told me Jesse Eisenberg's in it. Get over it. But he's not Lex Luthor, so it's okay. Woody Harrelson is in it. That doesn't make it any better. Come on, Richard. You know, okay. Can I? Can I? Can I do this? Can I take this one? Go ahead. <laughs> this is this is where you have to um, enjoy yourself and realize that actors get paid to be different people. And with that being said, how do I vote? I don't know. How do you vote? Are with you with cash? my money? Okay, fair enough. But you love Woody Harrelson. Go see Woody yes, Harrelson. But I don't want to. You know see, he's the lead. Uh, but there are some actors, Halle Berry for one, 
that if I know she's in the movie, I'll try and find out everything I can about her character, which I did with you. You did. And I did with my buddy in, in Orlando. I said, how much of the movie is she in? Tell me the truth. I mean, because I, I, I love the, uh, the John Wick series. How much of the movie is she in? Richard, maybe 15 minutes. She's yeah, not 15 integral tops. To, she's not integral to the movie. Okay, are you sure? Are you serious? <laughs> I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bullshitting no. me? I said, okay, <laughs> okay, I'll go see it. You know, and, and you did were you go right. see it? Yeah, and you were right. I saw so it what do you times. what do you have against Eisenberg? I, I just can't stand him. Okay, F- I, hey. I, there's just some actors I just don't. Uh, like. That's completely fair. I, I'm I, not going to argue with it because I got actors that I can't. I don't like either. I, I can't just, argue like, that. Everything he's ever I think done. I think Pacino's a joke. Well, I I, I got to agree with you on Pacino, but I mean, he, oh, he, he, really? I was saying that to be funny. Holy sh- shit! No, I mean he can chew up the scenery like anybody else. Oh yeah, but but the moments where he's actually acting. As opposed to just screaming and yelling. All right, let me take that back. I think De Niro's a joke. But I no, like, see, I mean, I De like De Niro, Pacino. I would disagree. But but one Pacino, of my, no, one of, I think you have a good point. One of my favorite movies of Pacino is The Devil's Advocate. You know, he chews the scenery big time in that movie, but it fits the character. Of course. Keanu. Because he's playing, yeah. he's playing yeah. the devil. You know who I had an issue with a long time because of one of his roles was James Spader. And I really like James Spader now. But do you remember the movie? I think it was, I think it was called White Castle. It was him in... Um, no, I'm uh, hungry. <sighs> no, I'm That's hungry. Funny. Oh, Christ. Wait, she's married to Tim Robbins. Why am I so bad with names? Susan Sarandon. Susan, Susan Sarandon. Yeah. Oh, you know yes. the one where he was I like a exactly. he was like a teenager and she was like no. an older woman and I I, I ended up watching. It. I'm like, oh, this is really. I had a problem with James Spader for a long time I, after I that. See that. But, I can see James Spader. I can but see that. you know what? He's 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 great. He's Robert California. Robert California. Robert California. Bitches. That's right. Man. Yeah. So good. All right, so after after that, everything I have is Marvel-related. So if you've got anything not Marvel-related before we open up that Pandora's box. I have it. two things. three. No, yeah, just, just two things that I wanted to get into, spe- specifically that Richard is here. Um, and yourself, of course. I watched the Hellboy movie with David Harbour. You uh, said that. Yep, I would let you guys know that I was going to watch it. I've been looking forward. I still kind of kick myself for not making it to see it in the theater. This would have been cool in the theater, but this is not the pile of shit that was sold online and on with critics and stuff. Of course stuff. it wasn't. It is absolutely not. Now, I'm not going to say he's just far and away that much better than Ron Perlman because I love those movies too. This was a much more grown-up version of Hellboy, which apparently is very in line with what the comics are like. I've never read the comics, but after seeing this movie, I kind of want to read them. From what I read, the the one with David Harbour is more true to the comics. And I believe uh, you might know it's Dark Horse Comics is what I be- yeah, what, I believe what it's written right. under. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, it is a gory, just messy movie. the The story, you know, it's a monster fest. There's lots of stuff in there that you know you got tastes of in the in the first two movies, but this is not. This is a very fun Hellboy movie. I think. He's got more personality as Hellboy than Ron Perlman did, and he conveys that That's saying a lot. pretty well. I mean, Perlman's was cool. I mean, he you know he had a couple little quick one liners, but David Harbor, you could see a lot of Hopper in in Hellboy. He was very like stern about th- dumb, like with you know quick sarcastic remarks. Um, got pissed off easy at dumb things, and made, like he just conveyed that way better. I think than, than not way better, but better than Perlman did. And it was fun to watch. I don't like... It's funny you talk about actors that just ruin things for you. Mila Jabobovich. Oh, yeah. She's in it. She's, it's not... The Sixth Sense. Just because 
to me, she ruined those Resident, Resident Evil movies with, with her. I don't know that that was her. Some of the some it of the stories, husband. Were, some of the stories were really bad. Husband was the director. She's the star. Put two and two together, you get a shit franchise. What they're married? Based off of an incredible, <laughs> re, uh, based That's off right. an incredible video game franchise that the movies had nothing to do with. What do you think Hellboy made? Total? Yeah. Oh, it it bombed hard, didn't it? Yeah, it was domestically. A flop. Domestically, it bombed hard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm at I'm at box office mojo right now. They don't even give numbers for foreign. Twenty one point nine million. Wow, I was gonna guess like fifty. That, that'll bankrupt. Total. The any, budget. Yeah. The budget was fifty. The budget was fifty. Yeah. And I'm telling you right now, uh, this is what makes me sick about sites like Rotten Tomatoes and all the bad word of mouth movies get without people actually going to see the movie. In my opinion, that stuff should be completely banned for like three weeks after the movie opens. You want to trash a movie? You have your just let people go see and decide for themselves whether they like it, and then open those ratings and reviews a few weeks after people have gone to see it. Well, they look, Rotten Tomatoes has taken steps to prevent that now. They are not allowing you have to to post a review on Rotten Tomatoes. You have to verify that you saw the movie. Um, like you, you can do it through Fandango, meaning that if you buy a ticket through Fandango, they verify your purchase, and that's the only way you can post on site. Which is better than just saying, "Oh, I don't like, I don't like anti-Christian movies. I'm going to go on there and shit all over them." Right. Uh, the second thing that Hellboy did not have going for it was that it opened up against Shazam, which was a. Which you made this remark kicked before it right that in the, balls, the time sure. that that came out was poor. It was that's uh, poor it was, timing. It was, it was poor. You judgment. sandwiched that in between Avengers Endgame and yeah. Shazam. Well, you know when Hellboy should have came out? It should have came out in February. It should have came out on my birthday. I completely agree. It should have came out in February. Because that's the best time of year. Yeah. It is the best time. Um, the second, another thing that I wanted to bring up specifically for Richard. Hmm. Richard, you made a comment to me that you are not going to subscribe to the Disney Plus. I am not. Okay. I need to dig into this. Seven bucks a month, and you are not going to subscribe to Disney Plus. Oh, you put on the text 70. No, it's seven, seven, zero. It's seven, seven a month. Seven a month. It's 70 bucks. Oh, well, your text said 70. It's no, less no. than $100 a year, bro. It's 70, it's 70 and change for the entire oh, you year. Mean, yeah, oh, well, that's different. Okay. That's completely All different. Right. See, I'm here to solve problems. Oh, I thought it was. I thought, There's no way I'm paying $70 a month. Yeah, because Richard couldn't afford that, right? Dude, that would be. Oh, I, I'm not paying that. <laughs> See that watch? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. That ain't I, no joke. I'm not paying that. This guy, this guy for out there, everybody out there in La La Land, this guy posts a, a picture the other day about a Twitter on my newest my newest watch to my collection. I'm like, that fucking thing's worth more than my house. Let me tell you a funny story about Richard. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Richard. Uh-oh. I'm sitting at the theater with my son Dylan watching Doctor Strange. In the beginning, when he's getting ready to go to that formal dinner, he busts oh, open that drawer. Oh, I know exactly where you're going. Yeah. He opens this drawer. I almost lost and it. And if you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. There's like a collection of, there's probably what, 20, 30 watches? Yeah, there's, there's a bunch of them. And they're on automatic spinning platforms. Because some of them are mechanical, yeah. Dylan gives me the elbow. He leans over. He goes, hey, <laughs> I bet you that's what Richard's dresser looks like. I'm like, nice. that's probably spot on. I'm going to say this. I'm, I'm glad that you've changed your mind because if you're a Marvel fan and you don't have uh, Disney Plus, you're going to be missing out on a lot of stuff. It's literally, I think the exact no. price is six ninety nine a month. Yeah, or you can pay seventy for the whole year. I was yeah, and I was fixated on that number, and I said that's just it's impossible to pay you that to, kind of money. You had to have questioned that though. Seventy bucks. No, a I month? didn't. I just I literally that that's see that's what that's what your word means to me. Great. I didn't oh. even question it. Wow. I said, I'm, well, Mike, Mike see this? knows. Thanks, I'm bl- thanks I'm guys. I'm just a tub of shit over here. I'm <laughs> blushing. <laughs> no, I said, Mike knows. There's no way I'm questioning that. Yeah, there's a. Uh, it's 
and we're going to get into this and in, into the list of stuff that I have for us to talk what about. What you should have said was, Mike, how the fuck can you afford $70 a month? <laughs> and he would have been correct. Listen, we all do this. We all make priorities with the money we have, right? Absolutely. Okay. So I thought, well, I'm, this is serious to Mike. So this, he's going to be spending this, this 70 I'm, I'm going to show Greg my note that I have written for this. Greg, go ahead and read that. Richard's still not sold on $7 a month for Disney? What the fuck? <laughs> That's completely different. So man. here we go. I'll, I'll see, do that. See, I'm scratching it off my list. Yeah, okay. You're welcome, Disney. The other thing I Disney, wanted to bring up. That's right, up, man. Disney owes you a cut of that $7. You would think. Yeah, exactly. As much money as I've spent for fucking Disney, they owe me something. Goddamn t-shirt or something. Speaking of money, the show that I'm most looking forward to is The Mandalorian, which mm. is basically going to end up being the Boba Fett movie that we never got based on a character right, that's, that's not Boba Fett. No, that's true. Had a budget of $15 million per episode. That's game. Of, that's Game of Thrones doesn't even have that kind of jack. For, that's Netflix money. That that is Netflix cash. Yeah, that's Netflix money. Now, based on the little video that we've all seen in the somewhat trailer, that's I I can't wait for this one. How about um? How about Netflix stock dropping the other day, and them losing eighteen billion dollars in value? That can't be true. Yes, yeah, it's it went down almost six dollars. I share. saw it. Mike, their, their original programming is costing them a fortune. They lost eight. Listen, listen. They lost eighteen billion dollars in value, and they are still worth almost four times more than any other streaming service out there. It's insane. We've we've had this discussion all the way back when we were at the school together. Of the math doesn't add up. No, right. We always talked about that, and actually, we talked about it more when they came out with uh, an original series that was just absolutely brilliant. I mean, my wife and I were just absolutely. Fascinated by it. it was the crown. Yep, mm-hmm. you talked about that a lot. Two seasons, but that was the most expensive original programming Netflix had ever done until then, and the crown was costing them a king's ransom. No pun intended. But it's, that, no, no, that yeah. you you need to say. You see what I did there, Richard? What That's I what you there? need to say. She's a, she's a queen. Um, she's a queen. The, yeah, the, <laughs> the fifteen shit. the fifteen million dollars of an episode budget is huge. Um, on that Game of Thrones reference, the prequel has wrapped filming. For yeah. Game of Thrones. Uh, can't wait. And I'm assuming that'll come out next year, which will fill the void that, you know, without having Game of Thrones anymore. Let's hope. We'll see. So, All right. This, so, is, this is what I have left, is the Marvel stuff. You got, it, you going to cover it, it? That's exactly what I got. The, the biggest stuff coming through, and the okay. first thing, top of the list, was the Phase 4 release. Phase 4 has been confirmed that it's only two years long. Correct. Phase 4, there will be no Spider-Man movies. There's no Doctor Strange there is no. Um, I thought there was a. I'm there sorry. There's Doctor Strange. Strange. Uh, oh. There's no Guardians of the Galaxy, and right. there's no Black Panther. Um, but there, a large part of their Phase Four is their Disney Plus package. They have five what? movies. They got five movies, and they got five shows coming out in two years. And I have the release dates here. If you want me to read them, if you want me to go that way, go you ahead. Want, you want to do it. You got Black Widow coming May 1st of 2020, and then you've got Falcon with Winter Soldier coming in the fall of 2020. That's on Disney Plus. The Eternals. Who, what a cast they have going on there. We'll touch on that in just a second. Uh, is November 6th of 2020. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings is February 12th, 2021. Yeah, I want to talk about that That's, one. Yep, me too. WandaVision and Loki are spring of 2021 on Disney+. Plus. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which we definitely need to talk about. want to talk about that one May too. May 7th, 2021. What If, Summer 2021. Hawkeye, Fall of 2021. And then Thor, Love and Thunder, November 5th, 2021. Yep. Mm. So obviously, with I mean, we can't talk about every single one of these. We but can hit the highlights. A, a couple ones. The big one for me, being a, a huge fan of Deadpool comics, is Black Widow because yep. the villain is Taskmaster. Taskmaster, who is 
an awesome choice, at, at least in my eyes, because it is such a cool, unique villain. Um, Richard, I know you're familiar with him. Very it's, familiar it's, with uh, him. It, well, the unique thing about him, he has photogenic reflexes. Uh, all he has to do is watch anybody. All he has to do is watch them one time, and he automatically can duplicate the moves, move for move. So it would be I'd like, like that. You should see me do Michael Jackson. <laughs> it's thrilling. Yeah. I, again, <laughs> I, well done. I Thank hope. You. I, I hope they don't change his costume because uh, it's just phenomenal in the comics, and it will translate. Watch that thing eventually. It will translate well to the big screen. Absolutely, and it's and if you don't know, just picture a skull-like face with a Jedi robe hood over the top. Oh, you mean Skeletor? No, it's a. It it's very similar. I, I mean, I'm not even joking. Like it, it that, that's actually Skeletor straight up ripped them off. Yeah, <laughs> but it is. It's a badass military style, and he does have a shield like Cap does, and a bow and arrow. And he is—it's imp- it, cool. I'm it so would- glad you said bow and arrow because I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> um, but yeah, he'd be like bo- boner, Richard. I thought you were going to bo- say oh, boner. Oh, yeah. sorry. Greg has to throw a dick joke in there. Well, I mean, it—it it is Scarlett Johansson, <laughs> right? Um, it'd be like a sword too. Sometimes he does have a sword, but it'd be like Bruce Lee fighting Bruce Lee. When he sees someone, well, he, he can mimic their fighting style instantly, which is pretty cool. Cap yeah. fought Cap. Yeah. And yeah. When did that happen? America's ass. America's ass. That is America's um, ass. So, yeah, that's one that I'm really looking forward to is that one. And the other thing that I wanted to talk about is Shang-Chi, because we are finally getting the real Mandarin. About eight years too late, but... That's what I read. We're, we're still getting the real Mandarin and the Ten Rings, which is pretty cool. I know nothing about Shang-Chi. I didn't collect him because I thought he was a boring character. I knew of him, but you know, as far as, as far as I'm concerned, I don't know if they're going to be able to. Maybe because it's a Marvel production, it's going to be very successful. Sure. But to this day, Hollywood is still looking for the next Bruce Lee. And they're still looking for it, and it ain't him. It, but no. I think because it's a Marvel production, I think it's going to be very successful because they're going to, you know, they're going to know how to do it. They're going to make it so that it's fun, which is you know, really their trademark. Right. And I think they're just going to do the character justice, and they're going to give us, you know, martial arts uh, that we haven't seen yet in the Marvel in the MCU. Better than Iron Fist. <laughs> Speaking of shit piles. Moving I, on. You, I mean, you're <laughs> going to bring, you know, we don't know that much about Shang-Chi. None nope. of us do. Nobody does. Um, I'm very surprised that he they actually. He did have his own comic. Yeah. I'm very surprised that they let this leak before uh, Comic-Con because it, he's kind of a nobody thing that, you know, like, why are you doing him? But the, the, the thing I take away from this is we don't know that much about Shang-Chi, but we know a lot about the Mandarin. And who was, who was, who was Iron Man's arch nemesis? Trevor Slattery. The Mandarin Trevor was one of his, yeah, Trevor. So this, to me, says we got something coming down the pipe for somebody else to put on a suit. Well, I'm excited I, I, about it because the Ten Rings thing in the first Iron Man, like that was, I, this is cool. Like, yeah, you know, it's it. They're basically going to take the Olympic symbol and put them side by side. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. and put North Korea's flag in the middle, yeah. of it and and then we're good. Uh, the other movie that I'm really excited about is this Doctor Strange, and I wanted to ask you specifically. Multiverse of Madness, and this is being billed as Marvel's first horror movie. Oh, I know who they're going to introduce. A Doctor Strange nemesis. Bring it. Who, who is it? Nightmare. See, I know nothing about it. Oh, Nightmare? Well, Nightmare exists in another dimension like Dormammu. Okay. And uh, it's literally he infects you through your nightmares. But he and Doctor Strange... Freddy Krueger. 
Yeah, correct. Right. So, but he and Doctor Strange are mortal enemies. Okay. You know, and uh, so I think that's where they're going with that. When I heard horror movie, I got it. I'm like, this is awesome. When I heard horror movie, I said it's nightmare. There's no question on mine. If you look up Nightmare, you'll find out all about him. When they when they bill it as a horror movie, I think let's go ahead and be honest, it's going to be a suspenseful movie. I don't think it's going to be a horror movie. I was. I, I don't think there's going to be body parts flying. I mean, there, it's, it, this ain't going to no. be no saw going on. No, yeah. I, I agree. They yeah. mean it's going to have a scary element yes. to it, and it should because I was super super excited when I found out the Scarlet Witch is going to be in it. To me, horror movie means yes. scary. It doesn't mean gore, like not like Saw. That's a I got gore you. movie. Horror should be shining, suspense, yeah, scary. Yeah, I think, yeah. Brightburn. Think about it. What if Stephen Strange trains Wanda? You literally have two of the most powerful characters. Stuff. Yeah, the, the two characters that took on Thanos single handedly. Yes. I might add. That's right. right. And held their own uh, for yeah. a while. Yeah, for a while. Um. <laughs> the one I wanted to get to that I don't want to get to. <laughs> Thor. Love and Thunder. The first appearance of Jane Foster as Thor. Richard is about ready to walk out of the room right now. And that that's, to be honest with you, as big as of a homer and as slappy I am as about all these, I was, like, gut-punched when I read this. I saw the title and I went, they just completely fucked it. Well, you guys... You guys hate it for different reasons. You don't like it, Richard, because you think that Thor is severely underpowered in the Marvel Universe. You well, there's no question you he's can't severely yeah, underpowered in the MCU. No, I can't. Right. I can't. Right. The problem is, for me, the comic version of how Jor be, uh, Jor, how, how Jane Foster becomes Thor is extensive and absolutely necessary to understand, appreciate why she became yes. Thor. You were they're, pissed off. I'm not pissed they're off. They're not going to do that. No, they're not. It's going to be this is going to be a quick change because it would take three movies. Yeah, because before you say that, I know what you're going to say. I'm not feeling this way just because a female is going to be Thor. Because I can't even say that because source material. It happened in the comics. It's canon, and I just don't like it because I think she's wrong for it. Uh, it's not believable to me that you're going to Natalie Portman. Yeah, you're not going to give Padme Molinier and convince me that this is going to. I'm just, I have no desire to see this movie now. Well, so, so here's a, you said that about Spider-Man Homecoming. That could change. Yeah. I mean, so Homecoming. Here's the thing. I was excited for Not Homecoming. Homecoming. Far from home. Can, can I you, add, can you I add a little bit? Let me, let me add to Wait, in a, I, in a second, I, Richard. I, I text you guys about <laughs> Jesus. this. Jesus. I'm really pissed off about Objection. this. Objection. I, I know you are. Go, Go ahead, ahead, Richard. Please. I text you guys this. I said, so what are they going to do? Are they going to give us powers and abilities we've never seen before? Is all of a sudden the female Thor going to be the strongest character in the MCU? Why is this necessary to make Jane Foster mighty Thor? Come on, you Cause, know why. Because Faggy said, right? He said you know she's going to be called mighty Thor, right? Yeah. Because not female Thor, mighty Thor. Well, said, isn't so, that what she was called in, in the comics? It was Mighty Thor. No, no, Thor. but I'm just saying that's what they're going to call him, the MCU. Okay. So right. I'm thinking, for, for what? So you can say, hey, here are all the powers that Thor didn't have in the previous 18 movies. That we should have done. That we should have done. So we're going to make, it, we're going to make him for real now, but, she's, but he's going to be female now. So that's not going to be Odin's son. It's just going to be Mighty Thor, and she's going to have powers and abilities that we haven't seen before from Thor, Odin's son. Like, Why? Why? I, I have a reason that I think why, if you want to hear it. Of course. Oh, and, I, and, I, and I'm not going to, I'm not trying to shit on anybody. Do tell. I think the first reason is they are prepping themselves for Hemsworth to not be Thor anymore. 
That's the first reason. Which I hope so is not the case. So they're going to bank on her being a solo in well, her own movie? Well, they're, they're, I think they're, they're setting themselves up because they are realizing that these, these guys, even though there's money there, that actors the way they are now aren't about going and making money. You know, Which is sad. Just, yeah, not, not to change the subject, but this is, this is where it, how, how it happens. I respect Bruce Willis a lot because Bruce Willis has been that guy that makes that blockbuster, even if he didn't like that movie. Because he makes all that money and keeps his name big, and then he'll go make a couple of movies that he wants to make. They right. may not be great movies or big movies, but he wanted to make them. And then he'll go back and make another blockbuster. And I think a lot of the actors in Hollywood now are caught up with they just want to do what they want to do. They, you, I mean, you know, hey, I want to sit around and play video games all day, but it doesn't pay the bills. So I, kind, you know what I mean? We got to figure that out, right? We have to figure that out. So these guys, and I'm not crapping on RDJ because I can only imagine 11 years of constantly. Just I gotta. I'm this character. I I get that, but like Chris Evans wasn't in it anywhere near as much as RDJ was, and he's like, you know, I just don't want to do this anymore. You're making twenty five million dollars a picture. I will do whatever the hell you ask me to do. I think that they are prepping themselves now that this has gone so long and has been so sustained and so big that people like Hemsworth they want to do other movies. They want to go do a Men in Black or they want to do this, and they need these key cogs to keep the storyline going. They're going to have to have a Thor. You want to know what I think? I don't think they're going to give her any additional abilities. I don't think they're going to change her powers at all. She's just going to have boobs. And really tiny. Yeah. Wow, you stole it. I was going to say, they're going to have to CGI that, Do right? Do you know yeah. how big Natalie Portman is? Oh, she's, she's like tiny. five foot, five foot five, like five foot six. She is tiny, tiny, She's a tiny. very, very small person. Yeah. Yes, she is. And, and I, but you know what? That So is Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is and super now, short. But Natalie Portman is tiny, but you can sell Tom Cruise in his roles because it, it his size doesn't affect the movie at all. You take like you've said numerous times the most powerful person in Marvel, and you're going to make it a five foot nothing, seventy five pound girl. Yeah, I mean, if you want to look at it like that, but I also think the second reason that they're doing this is because they want to diversify and they want more female superheroes. Well, because you know we we need more we need more movies to change based on the political outcry of gender equality. Well, Kiss what did ass. what did Richard? But what did Richard just say? How does he vote? He votes with his money. Yeah, that's there true. There are people that are going to go see it because it is a and girl. And I got no problem with them making a girl uh, superhero. I, uh, I just don't think they should make a, a superhero something just because they want to. They want to get your vote. I, I hate the title, but, Love but it's, and Thunder. Yeah, I, I don't know where that's title. coming from. I don't know where that's coming from, but I was like, what? Ragnarok, Who what knows? the hell? It could be really successful. It could be really successful. Like the Ghostbusters reboot. <laughs> like Ocean's 8. I mean, like uh, Hustle, uh, when it was called Dirty Rotten Scoundrels with two legendary comedic actors. I mean, the that list... That was an awesome movie. The Dirty bombs that, that Oklahoma, have happened... Oklahoma, Oklahoma, For the... S- s- changing things for the sake of just pandering to other people for whatever reasons, there's just bomb after bomb to show that it but, doesn't always work. But don't look at it as the, pandering because they already have... It is what it is. But they already have a core base. And there are a lot of people that don't have an issue with Thor in the MCU like Richard does. And now they're not only going to have those people go see it, they're going to have people that are going to go see it that are like, oh, hey, look, she's a girl. Maybe I should go see it. Just like your San Diego Comic-Con idea. They're going to they're gonna get more butts in the seats for whatever reason. I think they're going to lose more than they gain by putting her as Thor. And to prove the point, the comic sales, when that happened, were horrible. In fact, that comic arc changed quickly. I, I will say this. I would love to see 
I know it's not in this, this the uh, the next phase, but I'd love to see the next solo Captain Marvel, and I'd love to see the numbers for the next solo Captain Marvel. Yeah, it, because it won't not have Endgame uh, on its heel, right? Like like it had last time. Sure. Uh, the guaranteed. How many people went to go see Captain Marvel because you knew it was a natural extension of Endgame coming right around the block. I mean, it was an added part of it. I was excited to see it because no you had been pumping up Captain Marvel to me for years. The the day that that announcement was made, who was playing it? Yeah, and they and, and and look to Marvel's credit, you know they they were telling you that hey, Captain Marvel will be in Endgame. They were telling you that we're already telegraphing that. So right. you, that's that's a big part of the reason why I went to go see yeah, Captain Marvel. I didn't dislike it as much as you did. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. In fact, I'll probably watch it again. It, I enjoyed it. I only had I only had. Major, I mean, on the episode, I know I made a couple of jokes about, you know, the same accents. The only issue I had with that movie, really, that really disappointed me and upset me, was the Nick Fury losing his eye. I thought I thought that was... To I, the cat? Yeah, I, th- I thought that was a very stupid way after you played it up in, uh, what was it? I think it was Winter Soldier. The Winter last Soldier. time I trusted somebody, I lost an eye. It was just on the yeah, other night, actually. And, and here, so I, I, that was the only part of that that kind of upset right. me a little bit. But It's fair. I, I, I'm going to play the part of Mike in this week's show and say what? and say I I reserve the right to see something before I shit on it. I don't know what they're going to do with Love and Thunder. We'll see. I, we'll yeah. see. We, they could come out with hey, it with could some be, trailer that will totally blow you away and go, oh, "This is what I was expecting," and I hope that happens. It could be a sixteen pound. It could be a sixteen pound turd. I have. Who knows? Look, I'll probably go see it. There's no question in my mind. Is that to me, you know, when I when I just get in, you know overwhelmed, you know, like Endgame, what it did to me. I mean, it just had all my emotions going on every different level. You know, I will go see the movie again and again and again and again. I saw, right. I saw Endgame like seven times, man. Right. Infinity nine times in the theater. You know, I just loved it. And, you know, like I said, I vote with my money. Right. So I'll probably go see it and I'll have my opinion like you guys will. But if I go see it again, that to me, that's the true testament of how I feel I'm, about the movie. True. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm super pumped about Love and Thunder. But I'm also going to say that, you know what? Like I said before, as a New England Patriots fan, we have a, we have a saying, and Bill, we trust. And as a Marvel fan, we have a saying, and Kevin, we trust. I yep. hate the fact that we're all calling it Love and Thunder. We're not I, even calling it Thor 4. It just... Or, or some other name like Ragnarok. We're Thor 4 sounds like you have a speech impediment. Yeah, I mean, but we're not... We're <laughs> is, that, not is that Mike Tyson directed, doing the advertisement? Son of a bitch. You're not man enough to live in my world. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fuck you till you love me. It was um, those are actual those quotes. Are by the way. Yes, it's a pretty good impression. Yeah. Thanks, Mike Tyson. Um, I was you, more like Ray Romano when I heard the title. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we didn't talk about the Eternals because I know nothing about them. I, All I know is the cast list is impressive. I read, I read up on them a little bit. Lucky and this, for you, I do. And this, and this could be pretty cool. I mean, the 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 thought process behind this 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 storyline. It leads to what Richard has said in a couple of the previous episodes about how they might be going a little bit more cosmic. Um, Richard Madden is going to be Icarus. Kumail is going to be Kingo. Kumail Nanjiani, who I love. Salma Hayek is going to be Ajak, who's the leader. And uh, Angelina Jolie. Who, Sold me on Sal- Salma Hayek. I'm there already. Yeah, Athena. And there's several other people that are like B-listers, not B-listers, but you know, solid actors that you like good. You know, we don't know a lot about the story. But this could be when this I, could be a Guardians of the Galaxy Ga- style of the movie. Gal- yeah. Yeah. 
fucking stole words right out of my you mouth. You gotta be quicker, man. The <laughs> actually trying, trying to cut you off is tough. I was gonna say it's uh, you're you're too polite. That's why I beat you to it because you just go shut up, Greg. You're like a goddamn farming combine that's out of control. You just you just don't stand in front of it. Well, that's true. You get shredded. Uh, yeah, the first thing I thought true when, again. I'm, when I'm reading the the cast list, that instantly this is like Guardians, like. When you, I knew nothing about Guardians, but I saw that cast. I knew everybody on there. I was like, "Holy yep. crap!" So I don't know. We'll see. All right. So um, I'm going to guess at what Mike's favorite thing that he found out this week was. Sweet. When you find out, let me know. Blade. Oh, bingo! The actor that they chose for Blade absolutely brilliant. crushed it. Yep. Pr- brilliant. Richard, you want to take that? This is a, a Benedict Cumberbatch casting. Yes, it is. That's how good it is. This guy, if he's won two Oscars, yes, he has. And not only that, he, in my mind, was the best part of Luke Cage. Agreed. Yeah, he was great. He was awesome. Agreed. You hated him, like he was just ruthless. Did you see him in the movie? I can't think of the name of the movie, but the one with him and uh, Viggo Mortensen. Uh, No, Green Room. Was that what, no, no, that was, that was Fifty Shades of he's Grey. A, he's a classical pl- uh, yeah, trained it's pianist. It's the one where he's where Viggo Mortensen's driving him throughout the, the south. The driver, right? Yeah, the yeah. Green Door. The, the Green door? door. The Green Door. We'll find out. We'll find out the name of the movie here I in just a minute. The name of it. We'll, we'll I see Google green it on the, in the title though. Green. God damn I want to say Green Room. Go ahead and talk about it. Well, I mean, uh, I, I agree with you. I think that was the best part of Luke Cage. Uh, he was he was a, uh, just an outstanding villain. And when I'm thinking of Blade, I just think, man, you really have to have, you know, an interesting facial structure. That's mm-hmm. what I thought about Blade. I just thought, because Wesley Snipes back in the day, you know, when he was a much younger man, I thought he had a great facial structure yeah, to did. play that, that you know, the, uh, the Daywalker. The way they were able to do his hair yeah, when it came down it's to the It's just point something just unique cool about shit, it. Yeah. And I, man, when I found out about, oh, my God. Plus, got, Wesley Snipes was, I mean, he was... This is going to sound bad to say this because it, it's going to come out wrong. But it, it, he was he was a cool black guy. Green book. When green, green book. He was a cool black guy when it really wasn't cool to be black. You know, you know what I mean? And I he mean, was, he's also he, a martial he, artist. Yeah, he came. He kind of he was one of those actors that was a big big time actor when it was still really Hollywood was predominantly white, and he was a lot of roles. I mean, uh, the he popped up in the mid '80s, if I remember correctly, and and. And those Blade movies, I thought were, they were better than they got credit for. I mean, three would have kind of been a dud to me if it hadn't been for Ryan Reynolds. But um, I thought one and two were were pretty doggone good. What Blade? I loved all three of them, honestly. And I thought, would you have liked Blade three as much if Ryan Reynolds wasn't it? To be honest, depends on who played him. Actually, I, mean, I just saw Ali uh, last night in um, Alita. Had dinner with him? I oh. still have to watch it. Did you like that? I liked it a lot. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm going to watch it this weekend. And I, th- we got three different generations liked it because the 10-year-old liked it and the wife liked it, and I, Good. we all enjoyed it. Yeah, I was excited for Blade because I think it's been out of Marvel for way too long, and I, you know, everyone wanted to praise Black Panther and all that stuff. I'm like, wait a second. Someone had a trilogy way before T'Challa did, and it was Blade. There's and a lot of people who credit what they did with the Blade movies that drove the Marvel Universe to do what it did, because they did make money. They were popular movies. There's, there's Blade a, Two was fantastic. Ron Perlman was great, and yeah. whoever the guy is that played the villain, the I can't remember. He was the uh, the main bad guy in Blade Two, the bald headed, the younger, like weird vampire with Seth the, Green. No, it was not Seth Green. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he was really good, and he also played the villain in the second Hellboy movie. He also played that lead Prince guy that um, was that Prince? B- no, not Prince. He's dead. Oh, 
He wasn't Not, when Hellboy Two came he out. Was the, he was he was the brother of the. I know who you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, y- you get it. Anyway, I can, I can see it. Yeah, I, Blade coming back is awesome. I, I think it's great. It's, it's overdue, and I was excited that they finally acknowledged the fact that yes, the Fantastic Four and the X Men are coming. They just told us nothing about what their plans are. Or oh, that's going to be that's going to be stage five. Hey, can I, can I tell you guys a theory I have about the Eternals? I would love to hear it. I, I think they're going to introduce the X Men through the Eternals. It's just my theory. Yeah, it's. And I, uh, there's so many fan theories out there, which well, are, I love well, reading. If, if you know how the Eternals were created, then you can see them starting to plant the seed to for mutants. They were created by the Celestials, right? Correct. As an answer to the Deviants. Yes. But the thing is, there's this third species that, well, there's three of them in this room. Okay? So they're like the normal humans. But some of them developed a genetic defect because of the deviants and the the uh, you know their manipulation of the cells of the normal humans like us, right. I'd buy that. Yeah. So well, I, I think they may be setting up. It makes and it makes sense because phase four is only two years long, which is not much, and they're packing a lot of stuff into this, and they're using mm-hmm. the dual platforms, and they've said that none of this stuff is going to be required for the other, but they are going to kind of intertwine. You don't you don't not talk about. Movies like Captain Marvel 2 and Guardians of the Galaxy and and, uh, Black Panther 2, you don't talk about those movies and at the end say Fantastic Four and and the Mutants and Blade unless it's in your plans at this point for Phase 5. Let's fake on it. They've only had Fox for what, six months? I'm not even going to rule out the fact that it may come in as a surprise to the end of Phase 4. It it might. It might. Hopefully. But they, they, they have this timeline that they've been working on for 12 years now um, because they were working on this timeline before they did uh, Iron Man, so they have to have to have some time to absorb all of this Fox stuff, all this stuff. It's uh, a lot. Now, yeah, there's a that's it's a, a I mean, colossal. I mean, God, think about it. Just just the X Men. How many movies could you make with just the X Men with that kind of power? Here's the other thing: Is Blade rated R? It has to be. Has I to hope be. so. It, you, I, I hope so too. You cannot convince me you can do a successful Blade movie and it's not rated R. The, no way. The one thing that nobody talked about and nobody said anything about, and I'm a little nervous, is uh, no Deadpool. Not nobody nerv- said nobody said anything true. about Deadpool. Not nervous at all because it's his own. It's 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 he's in his own category. If you ask me, he is in his own category, but he's still a Marvel project, a product, uh, Marvel. There's property. Product. There's yeah. a no property way now. that that money machine gets tossed aside. And I'm they, not they saying agree. it gets tossed aside. I, I, I know you're not. What I'm saying is. They've already acknowledged the fact that, yes, there's room for it. Bob Iger, the main top of the food chain at Disney, said, oh, yeah, there's a place for an R-rated Deadpool movie. So it's going to happen, and I'll give you 800 million reasons why it's going to happen. No, I'm not arguing that you know it's going I mean? to happen. I, I'm, I'm, why didn't they talk about when it's going to happen? There's, there's, it's not like it's, oh, yeah, we got Deadpool out there. It, it, it's just like nothing. Got to have something to talk about next year. Well, yeah, next year you'll have Phase Five to talk about. Who knows when? Who knows when? When, when it's going to happen? And it doesn't necessarily have to be announced at Comic Con. They could announce it at their D three, their their D twenty three, the the Disney Expo that they do every year, which is Disney's own Comic Con. You know, the other thing is that you know, and Mike's always talked about this that do they really have to do anything given Ryan Reynolds is so much in love with the character? Nope. And that he is Deadpool, and then he will gladly do anything you ask him to do as Deadpool. So he's keeping that character alive. The guy stole the suit. Yeah. <laughs> he stole the suit. 
and he does stuff on his own with the suit. We haven't seen it in a while, which is unfortunate, but the stuff that he would video and they would make and put out on YouTube, the trick-or-treating thing with, with the kids right. dressed up as the X-Men. Freaking brilliant. The, the little thing he did with uh, teasing Hugh Jackman with the Australian accent. Um, the stuff he did for the NBA during Christmas to announce uh, Deadpool was and coming this is, out. And this is my point, that, you know, what does Marvel really have to do with Deadpool? I, I, I agree with you, Greg. I would have liked to have seen them announce something, something about it. But they really don't have to since Ryan Reynolds is the perfect mouthpiece and actor for that character. I think you could put that in the same class as Cap and Iron Man. You don't have to market that. True. People already know about it, obviously, because people spoke when they went to see it numerous times and both those movies made a ridiculous amount of money for what they were made for it, it i'm not worried at all hey can we talk about an x factor by the way that no one's mentioned sure and it wasn't mentioned i haven't read about this but to me this was a monster monster down the line possibility and it's going to happen we know it it's just going to be it's, it, it's going to happen Right. Hold on. I'm so excited. Hold on. What did Disney just Muppet inherit? Muppet Babies 3. <laughs> what did Disney just inherit when they bought Fox and their characters from the from the Marvel uh, from the Mutant Universe and Fantastic Four? What did they also get? Silver Surfer. Doom. You got it. They got villains that are on the oh, OP Doctor, scale. Dr. Doom. Dr. Doom. Yeah. Galactus. Well, yeah, that I mean, I consider Dr. Doom a part of Fantastic Four, but... Yeah, right. But, but yeah, they you're just right. Got, I see what you're saying. They just got Marvel Comics. They just got two of the best villains, period. Doom especially. I, Dr. It, Doom He is, has to... I mean, he's Tony Stark just evil. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And then they got Galactus, man. I mean, you, how much more cosmic do you want to get? And... You're going to have to get everybody in the MCU to take on Galactus. Now, anybody that's listening that's thinking, oh, Galactus, I've seen him. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. Galactus is not a cloud that yeah, just that inhales was, planets. Yeah, that, that was... That was the dumbest thing. It's, it was the worst. It was the worst possible thing you could do oh, to show shit. a villain. Fun game. Fun game. All right, Richard. Which was worse? Galactus? Galactus. Or Trevor? Galactus. Galactus. Really? Because I mean, like that no easy? Because no it didn't question. even resemble the character. No, not even close. No, no. Until that happened, Ben Kingsley as the Mandarin was amazing to me. And you talked about this the first what? Uh, you talked about like the first third of the movie. The first. first, first th- it's two parts. There's that movie has two halves. Right, yeah. and you said it was awesome. They couldn't have done any better. It was brilliant and all that. And then now I will admit I laughed when he's watching the soccer game, fall, you know, falling asleep, oh, waking I up and too. stuff. I laughed. Too. But him is recording that stuff as the Mandarin. Yeah, I'm like, this is. Awesome. Yeah. But And the trailer ruined. lied to us. Yeah, for sure. Purposely. Well, the trailer trailer gave you that red herring because they didn't want you to know. Dicks. They, they lied to us. How many times have you seen Iron Man three? Twice. Twice? You didn't feel a little bit differently about it when you went back and watched it? Absolutely not. Just because you were I, so let down because they ruined your childhood? I, I still have the same. What problems. would you have done if they'd have made Trevor a girl? What what would if the Mandarin <laughs> had been a girl? Would that have would that have made you would that have upset you? No difference. Okay, just checking. It's Zero. it's the series of f ups that that movie did from start to finish, and it started off so strong, and it started off fantastic, so strong. Yep, I agree. Which is why I'm excited to see the Ten Rings and Shang 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 Chi, Shang Chi. Yeah, I have two rings. I have my wedding ring in my classroom. <laughs> That's all. Nice. I got to find the other. Wow, eight. what I could have see. Four, this is where I have to four bite, more, and you'll be like Brady. Four more. Let's take a break. I think that's a good idea. We'll be back in just a minute. Be right back. 
Mike and I hope that you enjoy listening to our podcast as much as we enjoy making it. But production takes time and resources. If you like what we're doing here at Top 5 for Fighting, we'd really appreciate your support. How can you support us? Well, you can sign up to support us financially through Patreon. Choose a support level, and you can receive great benefits like bonus content that we are currently producing. Purchase some sweet Top 5 for Fighting merchandise from our online store, which is now live. To access either of these options, visit our website, www.top5forfighting.com. And also, please don't forget to spread the word about our podcast. Tell your friends about us. Share our content and our podcast links via any of our social media accounts at Top 5 for Fighting. That's Top, the number five, for fighting on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And finally, if you haven't done it already, and shame on you, leave a review on our show pages on Apple Podcasts, Podomatic, or Stitcher. We greatly appreciate your support. So that was one of the... um, most different breaks we've ever had for this show. Yeah, a little we, bit. We get up and I'm I'm grabbing a beer. Mike's grabbing a beer. We're we're going to the bathroom, acting like adults. Not together. And it, well, you can say that. You can say that. No one's going to believe it. Never cross the street. And the marketing angel hollers at me. She goes, "Hey, have you seen this yet?" And she pulls me over to the computer and she shows me a deleted scene from Endgame that was right after Tony had died. And I'm not even going to spoil it for anybody out there. You you got to go Google this and you got to see it because there is I'm sorry I, and and the Russo brothers we trust but they need to be bitch slapped for cutting that that scene out of the movie because that was fucking incredible. That was impactful as hell. There was what would we say it was a minute a minute forty two a, a minute forty two okay it's a minute forty two and it would have made the movie three hours and four minutes and forty two seconds yeah right yeah like you said I I don't want to say what it was but just go on YouTube and watch this deleted scene. And if you think that this should not have been in the movie, let us know and we'll tell you why you're dead wrong. We'll come to your house and we'll prove you wrong. Exactly. We'll egg your house and then we'll talk about it. One more thing I forgot to talk about for the Comic-Con and we're going to wrap it up. Did you guys read any of the articles about the scene that the Russo brothers wanted in Endgame and they yes. couldn't feel how to make it work? In did fact, you? Richard, did you hear about this? No. Do you want to tell him? Yeah, I do. Go ahead, because I want to see his face. So... They have the, it's it's been filmed and recorded, and I hope it's in the extras. Please be in there. There was a scene where Cap and Thanos fought in after he becomes Thor or takes the powers of Thor. No, that- no, this was just a, it happened, and it, it and then and then Thanos time traveled, and in the fight, Thanos decapitated Captain America, and when he time traveled, he walked up to Cap and threw his head at him. Wait a minute. Hold on. Back up. At, at what point did he decapitate Cap? He when? decapitated like younger Cap or 2012, whatever. Listen, something like that. We're anyway. not. We're not going to get into the whole time travel shit again. But Greg then he, he took yeah. his head. He yep. took Thanos. Took Cap's head with him. And then when he saw Cap at the final scene, after he traveled in and goes, "Oh, I'm here to get the gauntlet," he throws Cap's head at him. Time traveling Thanos. Yes. And that was filmed. Yes. That was filmed and cut. Yes. For obvious reasons. The Russo, Russo brothers wanted it, and they, they, were, they said that we lived and died by this. We wanted this in the movie. And they, could, they said after messing with it and tinkering and changing and editing and, and getting down to it, they all agreed they couldn't make it work properly. Thank God they didn't. That would have been pretty that, gruesome, that's, right? That's horrific. Talk about impactful. Nobody wants to see Cap decapitated. Nobody. Especially Cap. Especially Cap. 
Decap, yeah, I, no, right? That, I'm, De- I'm glad. Can that I get a cup of decap with that? When I was reading it, I was like, ho- I was picturing this. I'm like, oh my god, like that is just nobody wants to see that hero. No, decapitated. That had been some scary shit for like a seven year old to see that. I think that's probably one of the reasons that they did it. Toughen but. up, Buttercup. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's, I'm it's, glad. it's a cruel world. Toughen up. But they actually filmed that. Yeah, yeah. they have. It. Wow. They did. It's did, yeah, did it was not filmed. Know that wow. Yep. Okay, wow. so moving on. Moving on. I have a game. Oh, sweet. Let, let's play your game. I know how much Mike enjoys playing his Florida game. Oh. True or not true? <laughs> how could you not? Yeah, I enjoy the shit out of it. So I decided this week, since Richard was going to be here, I was going to give Mike the opportunity to play True or Not True. I'm so oh, giddy. Huh? I'm so excited. All right. Let's go. The first one. <laughs> true. A 40-year-old woman was found running around a park nude, rubbing her hair and breasts. She admitted later to having had recently used crack, spice, and meth and was trying to run away from a giant spider that was on her in St. Pete, Florida. I'm going to say bullshit. She just watched Green Lantern. (laughs) That's my answer. That's your answer? I'm going to say true. I'll say false. It's true. Wow. Wow. After she came down, she admitted to having used crack, spice, and meth. You know, it's funny. I said false because I'm always in Pinellas County, mm-hmm. and I thought I would have heard of that no, story. No, that's, that, that's Pasco County. No, that's St. Petersburg. Said St. Pete. What? That yeah. happened. That happened, and I forgot to write the park down. That's that the only down reason I said false because he said Because no, of where I, it happened? I'm, well, I'm constantly in Pinellas, and I thought yeah, I would have heard that. No. Okay. So we got now, Mike. Would you represent her? For the right money, yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's impressive. That is that's that's crazy, right? To take those three and she didn't die? <sighs> I guess. Science. All right, Apopka, Science. Florida. Oh. A man and a woman were arrested <laughs> when they were caught having sex in their neighbor's teenage's teenage son's room. When asked why. They said the woman had a crush on the son and wanted to role-play having sex with him with her husband. They waited until a Friday night when the son had his high school football game and snuck into the house, and they were caught when the parents came home early because the game was rained out. When asked why the husband agreed, he said it was only because he was promised he could do the thing he never gets to do. That's way too detailed. That <laughs> that's way too detailed. It's I just have, a story. No, for you to make up. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna say true. I'll say true. <laughs> I made that shit up. <laughs> wow, I'm impressed. Now I know why Mike likes this game so much. I'm impressed. Uh, sure. <laughs> you need to be in filmmaking <laughs> or writing books. Okay, you need to call the people that make Law and Order. <laughs> we've got an episode. Vero Beach, Florida. An elderly lady called 911 because she was in the McDonald's drive-thru and the car behind her would hit her bumper every time he pulled up. The police pulled over a 69-year-old man and when they were talking to him, they saw a bottle of Jim Beam on the front seat. When they asked the man if he had been drinking, he replied, I'm feeling pretty good. And they said, are you drinking and driving? And he said, no, Only at the stop signs and traffic lights. That's true. False. And 
after he was arrested and a background check was done, it was revealed that he had never had a driver's license. That's true. False. That is 100% true. Wow. <laughs> the guy's 69 years old, drinking and driving. He's never had a driver's license. Yeah. Did you know that because you you'd heard it? Uh, I've had heard that excuse before. I got gotcha. you. It pains me to say that. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me at all. All right. Tierra Verde. <laughs> Here we go. An elderly couple was arrested for trafficking controlled sub- substances. The 74-year-old and six man, the 74-year-old man and 69-year-old woman were paying their friends in the Bahia del Mar Condo Association building to fake injuries and sicknesses at their doctors to get prescriptions so they could sell the medicines on the streets. At the time of the article, they were being charged with 486 different counts, and they are currently being held, at the time of this writing, uh, of the article, they are currently being held on $75,000 bond. I want to say false because of that messed up story you had on number two. <laughs> But that sounds totally believable. I'm going to say false because the bond is way too low. I've got to go with the lawyer on that. Damn it. I knew I went too far. Yep. That's false. You gotta keep One sentence headlines, man. Yeah. That's the secret to this game. Well, but the secret to a good lie is, is all the details. As soon as you said the bond, I went false. What would the bond be on something like that, Rich? Uh, no bond. Really? All they were doing was selling drugs. 400 how many counts? 86. <laughs> So 500. You're not getting a bond on that. <laughs> All right. Last one. Palatka, up in Putnam County. Mm-hmm. True. For- <laughs> a 49-year-old man called the police and said that he was upset because he thinks that he was sold something other than meth. Because when he smoked it earlier in the week, he had had a bad reaction. The police offered for him to bring it down and they could test the drug for him. He did it and it tested positive for methamphetamines and he was arrested and held on a $5,000 bail. True. I remember reading the story. Yeah, that happens a lot. Yeah, that's that's true. Believe it or not, I actually read that story and I think prepping for one of the other games. Holy dear Lord God, how stupid do you have to be for the police officer to say, hey, bring it on down, we'll test it for you, after you were dumb enough to call up and say, I think somebody sold me some bad drugs. You know what they've done? They've actually put out ads in newspapers or they'll send letters that, hey, there's a door prize waiting for you, you've been picked. And uh, if they have an active warrant, when yes. they show up, they arrest them. Or they'll say, hey, bring down your drugs, we'll test them for you for free. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, people That's amazing. Read. That's actually a trick, that, I, and I can't remember what movie it was, but I saw in a movie like 25 years ago that they used to catch some people, and it, it works because they, you know, all they want is a free trip or something. Because why? People are dumb. People are dumb, especially in this state. That's well done. You each, got, you each got three. Congratulations. Got three, yeah. Nice job, counselor. Damn, I should have I well left done. the bond off of the other one. Oh, well. I, I have a short game, too. Do you want to play that? I, absolutely, short I want to play a short okay. game. Short game. All right, here we go. Because of um, Richard's vast movie knowledge as well. <laughs> Uh-oh. Unless Jesse Eisenberg's in it. Unless, Je- But he is not in any of these movies. Boom. And you're pretty well-versed in movies as well. I decided to look and see some of the top directors in the game and what their highest-grossing movie was. Oh, wow. Okay. It's, it's short. I've only got one. I've only got six directors, but they're all well-known. Oh. Okay. So let's go to director number one, Steven Spielberg. Here's the game. You have to tell me what the highest grossing movie is and just guess in how much it made domestically. Jurassic Park. What movies did he do? 
Steven Spielberg. It's got to be Jurassic Park. All of them. That's a tough one because he's done a shitload of movies. That's exactly right. Are we adjusting for inflation or is it just nope. straight up? Just box straight office? up. Straight up. Highest highest grossing domestic movie. Their worldwide numbers are pretty impressive too. That's hard because you know what makes it so hard is I'm trying to figure out which. I mean, I feel like because uh, Spielberg did um, the Indiana Jones movies. A bunch. He did the the first three Jurassic Parks. Yep. I would say with Jurassic Park, maybe at six hundred million. Six hundred. We're talking just domestic money. Oh, yeah, we're talking domestic gross. I do have the worldwide number, but that, that that's not part of the game. I'd say yeah, I, he's probably the six hundred million category with that. Ah oh, man, you know what? I want to say something, but I know what I'm going to say is wrong, and I don't I don't want to so do just that. Guess. It's just for funsies. It's not like I'm going to slap your knuckles if you're wrong or anything. Yeah, the loser doesn't get the Iron Maiden. Yeah. Okay. Speaking as far of as which, we know. love me some Iron Maiden. Who doesn't? Um. I mean, Richard's on track. Jurassic, you know what? I think Jurassic Park Lost World made more than Jurassic Park did. The Lost World Jurassic Park. Is that your guess? Yeah. And yours? I, I would say I think Lost World, I think the sequel did make more than the original. The original made the most. Okay. Really? Okay. Jurassic Park was Steven Spielberg's biggest movie with $1.03 billion domestically. Wow, that was a billion-dollar movie? Overall, a- after, it, after its final run, yes. I would have not get. Are it's you been sure about it's, that? it's been re-released. A couple it's times. been re-released a couple times for anniversary and stuff like that. Worldwide, it did ten point five billion. See, the, the I wanted to say ET, but ET Full was nineteen eighty four or eighty three, and it just wasn't the money in the theaters back then that there is right, now. Exactly. So. Um, next director, Peter Jackson. Oh wow! Wait a minute, domestically that can't be right. Hey. The highest grossing domestic film for Steven Spielberg was Steven Spielberg. Yeah, that movie, Jurassic Park. Yeah, but wouldn't it be number one then, period? Richard. The number one movie ever. Uh, the internet doesn't is, lie. Is, is The Force Awakens. No, it, this is just one movie for that director. Domestic run. Domestic. I think what Richard's saying is that the, the, the biggest domestic movie release ever is The Force Awakens. Correct. And that's not even a billion. Force Awakens did more than a billion. Not domestically. Listen, don't mess up my game. <laughs> It's, I, a, it's, hey, like, it's like 973. I researched like this today. Hey, he can't look that up right now. Yeah, way. don't look it up. I'm just gonna, look it I up was right going to look up Jurassic Park in The Force Awakens. Can we just play my game? Jesus Christ, <laughs> I guess. Peter Jackson. Oh, that's got to be... Um, it has to be one of the original trilogies. So I, if, if I was going to pick one, I would say Return of the King. I would say Return of the King. Correct. Uh, Worldwide, $6.5 billion. Domestically, $1.1 in Again, its run. Uh, 1.1 billion. I Listen, okay. I'm telling you. Okay. I, I, uh, now, the internet may be wrong, but I researched, I did top directors and their highest grossing films, and it broke down the film, domestic run, and worldwide run. Okay. And 6.5 billion. I don't think made, any movie domestically has cracked the billion-dollar mark. But you have to talk... Greg's right. You have to think about re-releases. Sure it has. And there's, over, three, there's three Pixar movies that have made a billion dollars domestically. Well, yeah. after this, let's you okay. got it. find out. Tim Burton. Oh, Jesus. Man, his movies never really make money. Yeah, but he did the he yeah. did Batman Forever and he did Batman and Robin. Yeah, but that's Batman Forever. That's 
late it 80s. Is, I'll give you this. It's not a Batman movie. No, I know really? It's not, no, no it, I know it, it wasn't a Batman not. movie. It, it is not a Batman movie. A Nightmare Before Christmas. Nope. Sweeney Todd, the demon of the demon Fleet, barber of Fleet, Fleet Street. Street with with Andy Bernard. Man, his movies typically don't do a, make a lot of money. But when you do a Disney movie, that changes everything. Is it Willy Wonka? No. A Disney movie. Which Disney? Movie? Oh, he. Um, yeah, Planet of the Apes. Nope. I don't know which. I I'm gonna know it when you say it. Yep, you sure are. Yeah. Is it animated? Nope. Wow. Johnny Depp's in it. Edward Johnny Scissorhands? De- Johnny nope. Depp's in a lot of his movies. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> the Lone Ranger? <laughs> no, but I still like that movie. He Rango? Didn't, he didn't direct that movie. Django? It's not Django. <laughs> <laughs> Disney Dark? Is that what that label yeah, was under? Yeah. <laughs> I don't... I uh, Johnny Depp. Alice in Wonderland. Oh, that's right. That movie was huge. Yep, there God you go. damn it, I forgot about that movie. And it was it and I when I was like, Oh yeah, I forgot that he did that. That movie was a monster. Completely forgot that he did that. Richard. And you know what? You know what? I watched that. I didn't like it. I didn't even watch it. I, d- I didn't it, even want to see it. I didn't like it. Did not want to see it. Uh, for for just whatever. It just didn't Yeah. Nah. Christopher Nolan. Oh boy. Richard's go to for directors. My favorite director. How many times you see Inception in the theater? Uh, it broke the record, fifteen. Yeah, you probably helped him get to this number. I probably did. I'm. You know what? A lot of people would say the I Dark Knight or the Dark Knight Rises. I think that qualifies as having stock in this movie. Honestly, I would. Ha- it has to be one of the Batman trilogies. Uh, that's a that's a fair guess, but I'm gonna. It is. Um. You mean it, is one, gonna, it is one of the Batmans? Is that what you're saying, or is it a fair it's guess? Not be, it will not be Batman Begins, so that no. needs to be one of no. two. Um, it's the Dark Knight Rises. I think it's the Dark Knight. Greg is right. It's the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, I and can it, see that. I knew I had a one and two chance. Following, following on the coattails of of the Dark Knight. Right. You know, yeah, the dark the Dark Knight was we we look at it now and go, it's an amazing movie. But a lot of that happens after a movie is out and after the videos. And I remember coming out of that the first viewing, just exhausted from stress. Between the, the music, the Dark Knight Rises. Between the music and Bane, and it was phenomenal. We um, we're gonna have to go head to head on that movie. Sometime. Oh, I'm sure it had problems. And looking back on it now, Batman had serious problems yeah. for what they did. But for what at the time, I have. I mean, I enjoyed it immensely. No, I mean, and I've watched it several times. There's just so many little things that there I look is. at and I go like this one. Why are your gloves still white? You've been in the sewers how long? Your gloves are white. Oh. You know, there's just so many little stupid things. You're that right. You, you're but, right. Like, but why it would was, you put the entire police but you know force what? in the sewer? Bane was, Bane was Bane awesome. Bane was awesome. And Tom Hardy can do no wrong, if you ask me. Um, last one. This might be a little tough one. Robert Zemeckis. Oh. I just like saying Zemeckis. Yeah. He's done some big movies that you don't realize. He has. Castaway? It, it kind of took me by surprise when, when I saw the list. Castaway? It is not. He did all three Back to the Futures. He's done several animated movies. Yep. He's got an impressive list. Yes, he does. Which he's I did not realize. But Oh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? No, he's done, done an amazing... Uh, yep. Uh, just because I can't think of the animated movies, I'll say Back to the Future too. Good guess. The one with Tom Hanks. Uh, Castaway. The, no. No, the, the uh, Tom Hanks plays the conductor. I can't think of the name the of the Polar movie. Express. The Polar Express. You were half right. I'm half right. Tom Hanks part I got right. 
It's, is it Castaway? No, nope. he said it's not. Nope. Hmm. Dead air. Dead, Dead air. air. Dead air. <laughs> I could really go for a Dr. Pepper right now. Right? Oh, Forrest Gump. Oh, my yes, God. Yes, Forrest Gump. $679 million. Did not even crack. Did not crack the billion dollar mark. As big as that movie was, but won five Oscars. That was before. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that that was just a including fun including best picture and yeah. best actor. Crazy. You and know, I to me, nineteen ninety four. That was the last great movie year for me, and I haven't watched the Oscars since nineteen ninety four because the Oscars don't matter anymore. Yeah, there's no point in watching the Oscars. Well, here's with the nominated movies: Quiz Show, Pulp Fiction, yep. Shawshank Redemption, yep. uh, Forrest Gump, yep. and I can't think of the fifth one. False. That. <laughs> That was the nominated movies. It, that was a, it was a great Any year. one of those could have won, and I would have went, I'm fine with that. Backdoor Babes. The original Backdoor one or Babes. Two. Backdoor that, Babes. That, that was an honorable mention. I still Oscar. think number two is the best. Well, yeah, but it didn't get nominated. They branched out, really. Wait. They, 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 they really got diverse in the tra- second Just one. you looking at me and saying they branched out. I couldn't keep, my, couldn't keep it going anymore. With a straight face, <laughs> mind you. All right. Let's do the top five list. All right, let's get to the top five list. So we decided, again... Mike decided this week that you know what the Area 51 thing has been so much fun, and we just been I'm still dying at the memes coming in. I'm going to ride this train till September 20th. We originally wanted to do our top Alien movies last week, and we changed it over to things that we would find if when they aired uh, rated it. So what we have this week is we have our top five Alien movies that you see the alien in that are not called Aliens or Star Wars or Star Trek or Marvel because it's just too easy. Those are too easy. We wanted, we wanted to make them actual space movies. And I, fellas, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I got 16 movies right here, and I still don't know if I have a top five because I got that many movies that I like that that have that genre in them so much. Well, I mean, that's <laughs> it's tough. With only, I didn't have as much problem as you did because I based this on rewatchability. The, the ones that I go back to and watch with no problem. Uh, my list has got some... Uh, the. Not not my top five, the honorable mention part. Mm-hmm. A couple of these movies I've only seen a couple times, but it's because I don't own them. Okay, save them. You no, know, I'm not going to say them. Okay. But if I did own them, the rewatchability factor is there. Right. So that's why I have a hard, I'm having a hard time with this. Gotcha. But, Richard, thoughts on this list? Yeah, uh, I agree with you. Remember I asked you guys for clarification. I said, what yeah. do you mean alien movies that are not alien movies? And I, I know you had Star Wars and Star Trek that you said, well, we're not going to do it's that. Too, uh, and, yeah, and we're not going to do traditional alien movies like, well, Alien. Yeah. Right. You know, we're, we're Something a little bit off well, the beaten path, yeah. if you will. Just just Alien. like the, and, I, we could, and if you'd wanted to do Prometheus or something like that, we wouldn't have said no. But Alien and Aliens which are I, so fucking good. Which I do lump those in, and I actually have on here, before we get into our actual top five list, what is it, and the question for both of you, what is it about Alien and Aliens that makes it so regarded as far as not only horror movies, but science fiction movies, that those are... Like basically the crown jewels when it comes to an alien type movie. Well, to me, it's two things. One, I think Geiger had a lot to do with it, who was the the artist that designed the look of the alien. We had never seen anything like that before. Terrifying. And yeah, right. As and, a kid, and the first one, the first movie, the one Alien with Sigourney Weaver, we really even saw the alien. Yep. It was more like Spielberg's Jaws, where you really didn't see the shark a lot. It's the last right. Uh, not even less than the last third of the movie. Correct. And I think those two things is really what set the foundation, the groundwork for as to why we became so 
ultimately fascinated by, you know, that particular alien. I think I think Alien was that rare movie that was a horror movie, but it was super watchable. It wasn't, you know, like like I I, I put it up there with Halloween. Like Halloween's considered a slasher movie, but by today's standards, that Halloween's not a slasher movie. No, it's very mild and very tame. In fact, I don't even know if there's any blood in Halloween. Really, I put that in the category of a horror. Movie. I, I would, and and it, and it was a horror movie when yep. it came out. Um, it was also at that era and time where it was okay for the woman to be the heroine. Yep, wasn't you know? I mean, about I mean, if you want to get back to '76, I think the first Alien was. If you get right back down to it, there wasn't too many others other than Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween. The second thing was it was so it was so well done and tight. Like it it was never clumsy. It was never like, uh, hey, we're just standing in the food bay talking, you know, this and that. That that first one was No idiots. Yeah. The second one was to me a straight up action. It was it was a pure '80s movie. James Cameron. Yeah, well, yeah, a fucking brilliant, brilliant. That, that's the guy you should have done. That guy's brilliant. It was too easy. It was that 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 Aliens when you saw it was just it was it was a very good '80s action movie. There's a lot of '80s action movies that we love that were like oh, they're trash right. now. Just the way it was done, the supporting character. It, it just it, it's a perfect movie. Yeah, it's a. I, I would I would call Aliens a perfect movie. <clears throat> yeah, I in. There, there's actually a director's extended cut out there that I have not seen yet that I want to see. But as far as the first movie, I remember seeing that probably before I should have seen it age-wise. But to me, there's nothing scarier than what you can't see. Oh, for sure. And an alien is a perfectly good example, like Jaws. Well, what's the most terrifying thing in Jaws? The music. The music. The fact that you know it's coming and you don't know where it's at. Right. Yeah. In, like, at least if you're face-to-face to something, you know what you're dealing with. In Alien, you didn't know, like, the, not even jump scares, but the mm-hmm. tenseness of not, there's something there, but you don't know where and you don't know what. And to me, that, that that's kind of what sets those movies apart. Even in Aliens, yeah, you see a, a good number of aliens and stuff like that, but there's a buildup to it. Like, when they find Newt, and they're in the hall, and they've got that little reader, that's that sonar, and they're like, yeah, they're coming. Like, well, what, what what's, where, yeah, where what is where it? That's what's scary to me. So yeah, it's just we had to at least acknowledge those movies, and yeah. that's why we left it off of here on purpose because yeah. we could have just talked about alien movies for yeah. And everybody an knows how we feel about Marvel, so you know yep. any movie that had an alien in it, like Guardians of the Galaxy, <laughs> it's too or easy. Yep. you know Captain Marvel, so easy. So yep, totally agree. So established or I mean distinguished guest, absolutely Richard. <laughs> may as well let you go first. Oh okay. Uh, the only, the only one I actually categorize as number one. Everything else is just I don't really have a particular order, except for number one. Easy just, to do on this. Okay. Uh, number five, coming in, this movie still holds its, holds its own to this day, uh, even down to the um, special effects. Absolutely brilliant. They even remade it, and the special effects was awful, the CGI. John Carpenter's The Thing. Yeah. yeah. You know why I didn't put that on my list? Because I knew one of you guys were going to have it. That came out when I was in high school, man. That was 1982. And to this day, Kurt, Kurt Russell, Russell, Ego, 
Celestial. Yep. He is just the movie's brilliant. Jack Burton. The movie's brilliant, start to finish. <laughs> Greg already scratching that. <laughs> See, I knew it. I knew you guys were both going to have it on their side. And they're not only battling the, the the thing, the alien. They're battling that miserable, miserable cold, and not knowing who had it. Right. Uh, I mean, it's just phenomenal from start okay. to finish. How they find out, you know, who's been infected. One specific uh, scene in that movie stands out. Go ahead. You, you, did you want to add something to it? No, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> the scene in that movie where they're all in the room, and their guy, st- Kurt Russell, has uh, the, the person sitting there with the flamethrower, and they're testing everybody's blood. The Petri dish. Yeah. It is so tense because, like, holy shit. Could you, being put in that place, like, you're going to take my blood, and what if, uh, what if it's me? I'm going to get torched. And you don't know it's you. And you don't know. Well, and you have no idea. See, that I disagree with. You're right. They may they have knew. known. The person that was the alien but knew. But you don't know. But I didn't know. Right. Right. That's what made it so tense. That's what made it so tense. That was a badass scene. Um, okay, <laughs> true story. Uh, I fucking love that movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, that movie was on my list. It just got nicked off. Because <laughs> I have so many here that I'd like to talk about. I just saw that movie for the first time last Halloween. Really? Yes. I don't I'm not a hey. horror I'm not a horror movie guy. Neither I'm really not. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna tell you something right now. I did not watch any horror movies until Susan and I got together. Um I had never seen the screams, I'd never seen Halloween. I just I oh, you know what so good. It's just it's not that I just I can do blood. It's just not something that I needed. We went to this place down here close to us called Giggle Waters, which is like a viewing room where you can have beer and food while you're watching it and then you watch it on the screen. And there was like five of us in there, and I'd never seen it. And I was like, "This is this movie is incredible." At the end, you're lit. You're sitting there. You do not know, and that to me is a brilliance of the movie. You do not know if one of them is, and if one of them is, which one of them is. Yep. That movie is just. And you're right. The special effects from the '84 movie, they hold up. Yep, absolutely. They they're, do. They're eight. They're they're 1984. But they didn't upset me in the least when I watched nope. it. So and it you still holds You up. didn't see the remake then. I have not seen the remake. Honestly, I haven't seen the remake. I haven't seen it. And it was bad. I still haven't seen the remake because I don't think you can beat the original. You're well, not, you're not that's missing. not the original. You're the original was like 1960 something. Well, I mean, true, yeah. John Carpenter's version. Yeah, John Carpenter's version, yes. The original. Agreed. Stubbornness. But it's not the original. Mike? Jeez. Oh, wait. Uh, yeah, I'll go. I'll go. Yeah, you go. My number five is Paul. Son of a bitch. You want to mark it off and change it like I did? Everybody, everybody no, gets one. I'm going to substitute one for another anyway. So that's yeah, what that's okay. what I was saying. Yep. You know what? I I love Simon Pegg. I love Nick Frost. I love Sigourney Weaver. I love Kristen Wiig. I love Seth Rogen. There was nothing. Jason Bateman. Oh my God! I know, right? <laughs> that movie. When I I'm like, okay, that's going to be a fun movie to watch. I didn't see it in the theater, and I rented it, and I'm like, you know what? This movie is fucking perfect. This movie is just hysterical. Seth Rogen's voice is the alien, Paul. It could not have been any better. You could not have picked a better person to do it. That movie, I know it's not what people think and I was going to go, but that movie was just absolutely... I couldn't not have it. So, yeah, that was a tough one to not have. Good one. Have you seen it? No. You need to. You you need to see that. You totally need to. All right. Could he watch... That that might be something you could watch with Aiden. (sighs) Is it dirty? I I can't remember if it's dirty or not. There's spots. Uh, yeah, the, there's a little bit of adult there, humor there, in there. There's language. There's language. Just um, send him to just give him some Southern comfort with his milk one night and send him to bed early. Give him some of the pink candy. So yeah. basically, what I'm doing now. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So what I'm going to do because I had Paul, but I had two movies. 
one I had to take off last minute because I wanted it on here, but it was Venom. I rewatch ah, that movie all the time. That that's interesting. I love that movie. Be- okay. one, I haven't seen it yet, but I want to because of Tom Hardy. Again, uh, we saw it. I went to see it with you. Yes, you did. And I was pleasantly surprised that, that you enjoyed movie? the movie. I did enjoy the Isn't movie. Isn't that Marvel? It's under the Fox banner. But yeah, that that's why I had to <laughs> I'm going to let it slide. No. So, yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm just going to put that on there because I was like, God, it's still a comic book movie, so it doesn't count. But I'm going to say that because you took Paul. They, no worries. They, they did bring in a lot of the comic book venom. That's why I really enjoyed it. Straight up alien. Yeah. They yeah. show it in space. They show, I mean, they nailed it as far as I'm concerned. I thought they did a great job. Yep. I was just happy that Richard enjoyed it. I'm not going to lie. When I go see a movie with Richard, I'm nervous. Because I feel like if he doesn't like the movie, that I've failed. Well, what happens no. if you go and see a movie with me? I just know you're going to not like it, so I'm, not I'm okay true. with it. We've only seen two, and I love both of them, you dick. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> just busting balls. I know. I enjoy I enjoy having my balls busted. Are we, are we back I, to me? Yes. Yeah, we're back to you, kid. All the way back. Oh, okay. Uh, so, again, no particular order except for number one. Uh, 2009. This movie could be take place today because it's actually in the news today about this particular problem. And it's District 9. It's on my, uh, it's on my uh, honorable it's mention list. absolutely brilliant. Neil Bolkamp had to do with these aliens that come here to, the, to this world because their world is basically dying and on fire. And what happens to them? They they round them up and segregate them into a ghetto. Charlito Copley. Yep. And inevitably what happens, of course, is they rebel. And my loyalty throughout that entire movie changed constantly. Right. I was for the humans, for the aliens, for the humans, for the aliens. and Prawns. Uh, yeah, prawns. The, 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 the they, nickname that they gave them? Prawns. I remember that. And it's just you know so well done start to finish. And the acting. And you just named the actor. Char- uh, uh, Murdoch from the A-Team. Yeah. Charlito right. Copley. Yeah. Copley was um, phenomenal in it. There, I remember watching that movie for the first time. I, was on, I didn't see it at the theater. I saw it on DVD way back. And I remember about 10 minutes in, I'm like, this, what the, am I watching a documentary? I mean, what is this? Agreed. But I, uh, I, I, agreed. I'm like, you know what? I got, I'm just going to stick through it. And I'm glad that I did because it turns into a full-blown movie. Yes, and it, it is just awesome. Greg? Yeah, I just saw this movie last year for the first time. Yeah. Because, again, I, I wanted to see it, but I kept reading reports about how it was gory and it was really bloody and everything. It, um, <laughs> as I get older, it doesn't bother me. It wasn't that bad. It really wasn't. No. Um, I mean, the only parts that were bad was like when the, they would get hit with those rays and their bodies were just literally... When they were like, doing the testing. Yeah, and like evaporating the, and the, stuff. The, the empty bunker or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, this movie is, if you have not seen this movie, it is a fantastic movie. Um, just let me know. I own the Blu-ray. I'll send it to you. We said before we started this, ladies and gentlemen, we said before we started this that we're really happy about this show because we are going to be all talking about different movies, and already I've scratched two off my list. Thanks, Richard. That's Thanks surprising. That is surprising because you know I, thought, I thought I had some different ones. This is what you do. Plug it next man up. Just, just plug in one of your honorable mentions. I did. Uh-huh. I did. Oh, you did? Because yeah, you're a professional. Because I've why. got like 16 honorable mention stuff for the bonus <laughs> material, Lord. so I'm going to crush it here. All right, my number four... <clears throat> Go. Spaceballs. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> God. I mean, that's a reach, but okay. That is a no, reach. You, it, no, you're right. You got yogurt? It, you're, yes, you are no, right. listen. Hey, word for word, you're you're following your yes. rules. Uh, yeah, you're right. And we you know, know what, Mike man? Likes, I mean, uh, yeah, Greg, Greg likes, likes rules. rules. Yeah. I, love, I love Mel Brooks. I love Mel Brooks. He's one of the most brilliant filmmakers that's ever been out there and just a genuinely good person. And this movie... Yeah. 
this movie was every goof movie that you ever wanted on Star Wars, and he gave it to you, and it was... People still clamoring for him to do a sequel. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Actually, uh, two years ago, Susan and I went and saw him at a 50th or a 30th anniversary viewing of Blazing Saddles. Oh, my God. And afterwards, there was a 45-minute Q&A, and somebody asked him, are you going to be making a Spaceballs 2? And he right off the cuff went, yes, it's going to be Spaceballs 2, the quest for more money. Which is a brilliant title. I remember title. that. Yeah. I remember that That's, quote. That, that was his answer. Wow. But yeah. he, um, he's, yeah. I, I mean, if you haven't seen this movie, it's because you don't want to see this movie. Right. That's all there is to it. That and movie is great. Shame on you. Yeah, ag- agreed. Yeah, because it is brilliant. Uh, my number four, and I'm going to bet that neither of you have seen it. And you're going to laugh at me when I tell you who's in it and why I picked it. But 2017, Life with Ryan Reynolds. I've it heard is of it. as I, close to Alien as you can get without it being Alien. That movie bombed. It did. And you know what? Just like Hellboy, I don't get it because I watched it on demand. I pulled it up and ordered it because I did want to see it. But, you know, it wasn't one of those movies like I got to rush out and see. They're in space. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's in it. And I, re- I remember and the trailer. It is fantastic. In it, Jake Gyllenhaal with Ryan Reynolds. They literally, they find this minuscule little life form almost like a cell or i mean whatever like a eraser from a pencil okay but they see that it's alive so they have it in um not quarantine but they have it in a container and they're just studying it and it's and it quickly spirals out of control and just like humans would do we take it for granted and underestimate it and it just turns into an absolute scary space movie and it is some of the ways that people died in that movie are still to this day some of the most creative ways that people could get killed but it's it's a tense movie because you don't think that this is going to happen out of this little blob of nothing and with everything that happens it grows and grows and just takes the spaceship by complete storm nice and there's no way to hide from it and it was very very underrated Okay. Cool. Yeah. Right. I, so, I, I'm going to put that on my list to watch. And I've seen it a couple times. The, 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 like I said, rewatchability. Like, I watched it, I watched it again, I think, the next day because, I'm like, man, that, that was, I need to watch this again. And it was. It's some of the most jarring, bone snapping scenes since Joel Theisman. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that, that's exactly what I equate it to. But you'll see if you watch it. That's funny. All right. All right, back to me. Back to um, you. This is a movie that won uh, an Oscar for Best Sound in 2016. Son of a bitch. It is terrifying, just the music alone. But I remember talking to you about this, Mike, when I saw the movie, because I had never seen anything like this before coming at it from this perspective. Fuck. Close Encounters gave us music to communicate with the aliens. This is the first one that went at it from a linguistics perspective. Arrival. Yep. With Amy Adams. Just absolutely chilling. Next man up. How they were able to describe how they were able to communicate. And lo and behold, what's the punchline? What's the ending? They're here to help us. Yeah. No, they're not. Brilliant movie. Fantastic movie. Have not seen it. Oh, it's. Do you have Amazon Prime? Mm -hmm. It's on Amazon Prime. Do you have a good speaker system? 
It's it's acceptable. The music is a huge part of this movie. That's one of the things that stands out the most. It, not to take away from how good the movie is, but that just it takes it to a whole other like, level. Like I said, it won an Oscar for best sound. Nice. I mean, it's that riveting. Hmm. Pardon me. Got to agree. Me. All right. <laughs> Did I think another one. What? Did I think another one? Off you, your list? No, you. Oh. That's the first one that's been taken off my list. Okay. Uh, my number three is The Abyss. Oh yeah. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Again, James Cameron. James Cameron. Uh what a great movie that went exactly where you did not think it was gonna go. Uh Michael Bean, Ed Harris, um Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio. Um just it was it was fantastic. What a I can't describe it. I can't talk about it because, again, if you haven't seen this movie, it's because you didn't want to. And, again, shame on you. This movie was just awesome. Absolutely fantastic. Without spoiling anything, the back, I would say the back third of the movie with Ed Harris Mm -hmm. was just intense. Yes. For what he had to do, what he volunteered to do. Yep. In the way that they did it, it was... You were just hanging on every minute of that scene you because what it was he crazy. Typed her, yeah, it, the, absolutely, I and it knew it was a one-way trip. Yeah, and the way that you know the the ex-wife, ex-husband dynamic between the two, yes, fighting yes. back and forth, and yes. how that totally does a one eighty at the end, and the little things they say to each other that meant so much, like the ring, like something as simple as just he was so pissed at her. Throws his ring in the toilet with the air with the airplane blue water, stained his hand for the rest of the movie because he fished it out because he felt like a total dick. Right, and then just the, the other thing, the one little scene with it where that ring stops the door from closing. It, it's again like like aliens. It's a perfect movie. Powerful. It was damn damn good. Uh, you're right. It was pretty pretty perfect. And it's a and long movie. Yeah, but it, it doesn't feel like it because no, it goes it by so quick. That scene when it came out was so groundbreaking with the alien doing the water face. So it's first, that was for, uh, that that was badass. That was the same technology, if I remember right, that they used for Terminator, Terminator Two. 2. Yeah. Yep. Again, James Cameron. All right. So since you stole mine, Richard. And Greg, what number are we on? Three. Three. God, two. God, I swear to God, I thought for sure. <laughs> one, you, number one, none of you guys are going to have, so I'm okay with that. So I plugged in number Aliens three. Aliens versus Monsters is his number one. Sure. <laughs> um, I had to put in Avatar. Oh, okay. That Seeing that for the first time, the 3D technology in that, with, uh, I mean, the story, I memorable-wise... I saw that in the theater, I think, probably three or four times. I pulled yeah, a Richard I, on that I, one. I had no idea if it was what I'm watching is CGI or real. I, a, yeah. Like watching a play. Right. Or crazy. But that, that just it was so memorable that that movie just stands out completely, so I think it's deserving to be on that list. That movie doesn't knock my socks off. Um, I did not see it in the theater, though, in the 3D. Uh, I'm <laughs> going gonna, gonna to say that... It changes the movie. It, and not, I'm sure it does. Not to be sarcastic, but when you see it in that format on a big screen, when that technology was finally used... It changed the movie. I'm sure it did. I mean, it would. I'm not a 3D guy. I don't like movies in 3D. I, I if, if I, a couple of times I've been stuck when I go to watch a movie and all it is is available in 3D. In 3D, it kind of ruins it for me. But I'll I'm, tell you this. I'm going to say this. I felt that the story was stolen from that. It was. Ba- it's basically aliens. Um, you you you're looking for unobtainium. I mean, it's little stupid stuff like that. But but 
that movie is a work of art. The 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 effort that they put into it and the CG and it's it's a great movie. I know you say you're not a 3D guy, but I'll tell you this: to this day, I have not seen a movie in 3D that comes close to what Avatar did. I'm sure it didn't. Nothing. He waited. It's not even close. He made his he made his own cameras so he could shoot that in the in the, the 3D that he wanted to do it. And props to that dude. There is a cool story that he's an him and him and Linda Hamilton were talking about this movie that he was going to make during Terminator. That that is correct. Terminator Two, yeah. But that, he, by the way, is that the third James Cameron movie? Yes, it is. See a pattern? Yeah. And I you know what I was about to say? Uh um I really hope that Terminator Dark Fate is as good as it I hope. That that trailer did I, nothing. I fell for asleep during the trailer. It did nothing for me, but it's still James Cameron. It's and that's all I all you can rest on really that's is right. that James Cameron and that you just hope that you know, there's been a lot of movies that had garbage trailers, but were were good movies. Yep. So let let's hope. I, I hope that's the case because that's how I prefer the trailer to be. Because that's the very first thing they show in the trailer. James Cameron returns. Yep. So we'll see. Richard Avatars. That's that's a good one though. It, it's it I mean, just it just recently had to step down off the throne. That's how good it is. Yep. Good point. Seeing it at home is not the same. Oh no, of course not. All right, number two for me is a movie that came out. It was already a year in the Army, so this is 1984. Stripes? No, it's not Stripes. Um, to me, this movie is the definition of innocence. E.T.? Uh, no, it's Starman. Oh, that's a good oh, one. Oh, shit. Karen Allen and Jeff Bridges, and it's just a beautiful movie, and it's, it's just pure. Uh, it is. And, I mean, if you think about he inherited her ex-husband's body, because the first thing he sees when he's dropped here on Earth and, you know, she has to get past the shock of, oh, my God, my husband's alive. How the hell right. is that possible? And they form this bond that he impregnates her. I mean, it's just an incredible story, man. I, I, I liked it. You know, uh, Karen Allen's been in some big blockbuster movies. Marion. She's Marion. Yep, she's yeah. Marion. She was in... Um, uh, she was in something else. She was in I'm the Sandlot. I'm your Sandline. goddamn partner. Yeah. She's in Animal House. She's in Animal House, yeah. yeah. Yep. That's probably her best performance. I yeah, agree. she was super good She in was really good in that. Yep. Yeah, the original Raiders, she was really good. Yeah, she was. She was. She was. Everybody was really good in that. Uh, yeah, true. All right. Is that you done? You that's good? my number two, yeah. All right, that, that's a good one. Um, also, oh, directed by John Carpenter. John Carpenter, yes, yep. it was. His second appearance on this list. That's got that's got a gr- that great line in it where he's driving and he comes to the yellow light and he speeds up and she's like, haven't you been paying attention? And because he bl- he's blows through the yellow light, and she goes, he goes, yeah. And she goes, I told you what the lights mean. And he goes, yeah. Green means go. Red means stop. Yellow means go faster. Oh, very fast. <laughs> My number two is Galaxy Quest. Oh, that's a great comedy. Yeah, that's, that's I, guess. I mean, Hans Gruber is in it. I, yeah. Hans Gruber is in it. Yeah. When I saw this movie come out in the theaters, I was like, that's going to be a piece of crap. Yeah, Tony Shalhoub, too. It just looks stupid. Oh, it's got, it's Justin Long and... Um, uh, Tim Allen, Tim Sigourney Allen, Weaver. Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver, Weaver. Uh, hot Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, uh, the the guy that was on that show, Just Shoot Me. Uh, there's yep. like, uh, there's just oh yeah, he's got a very Italian yeah, name. Yeah, Se- yep. several people in this movie that were just they were fantastic. When I saw this movie come out, I'm like, oh come on, Tool Man, come on, you can do better than this. And it did not do well opening weekend, but word of mouth drove this movie. And if you watch this movie now. To me, it is yep. almost a perfect comedy. It is absolutely hysterical and so good. Attempts, I, attempts to be made a TV show were were even yeah they tried it in the it's, works. But that, that'd be hard to carry over from be that. Tough. But yeah, by Grab Thoris Hammer, that's my number two. Nice job. <laughs> so <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> wow. So to me, number two. Yeah. And I'm 
so glad that it's still on the list. Predator. I love that movie. I, it's, I mean, it is what it is. We've talked about it, I mean, numerous times on this show, but Predator, it's, it's got everything. Schwarzenegger, 80s, Jesse the Body. Jesse the Body. Oh, I mean, man. they're going to have me some fun. Uh, yeah. That movie is just the... It's a perfect movie. And it gave us an alien we had never seen before. And a vicious... And, po- it, like, and powers and abilities. Literally. Right. The, yeah. the only, its only purpose is to hunt and kill. Correct. Which, I mean, that's pre- pretty scary to overcome. Yeah. I that's mean, a... Yeah. Greg looks like I just kicked him in the balls. You did. You just kicked me in the balls. That's a fucking awesome movie. And it, it, still, it still holds up. It, I have the... Um, anniversary edition Blu-ray or whatever that I mean it's still you know it looks good but it it just it is what it is it I mean it's quotable it's rewatchable it holds up it's fun get to the chopper it, he says get to it, he said and I didn't even realize this until I saw it um, on a couple weeks ago after the whole Ash episode that he even <laughs> mentions getting to the chopper a couple times until he yells it yes I'm like that, that's just great I mean the long tongue sa- long tall Sally song in the helicopter when. Jesse's trying to get everyone to take chew. It's there's there's so many things in that movie though that are good and they don't even revolve around the the monster, like the part where they're 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 crawling through the jungle and um, the Carl Weathers character slips and the brick comes down and he's like oh yeah, the, or the or the the limb and he's like oh he and he turns around again. and Max in his face is like hey motherfucker <laughs> you'll be ghosting us you ghost us again I'm gonna bleed you real slow like you're like god damn is he the alien it's holy awesome. shit my my buddy uh, he does he he'll do this over the phone and I'll crack up he'll just say he's busted up pretty bad major you know and when he does it I will lose it because yep. I'm supposed funny. to do the next line I can make it <laughs> you know <laughs> but I can't I'm laughing so hard <laughs> just uh. Have some got, fun. I ain't got time to bleed. Uh, yeah, you got, you got time, time to, to duck. duck? Yeah, I, great. It's great. just I, uh, I know, man. It's awesome. There's, there's so many, but That's yeah, an I, awesome. Pick. I had to have it up there. Awesome pick. So we go to number one. Uh, number one for me, actually, I kind of had to get your approval on this, only because to me, this is just an iconic world character. Uh, it's just incredibly different as far as um, you know when he was introduced. Obviously, he was introduced back in the late '30s and introduced by. Ma- is it Mac and introduced me? by two Jewish men. Mac and me. You know, <laughs> no, Suster and uh, Siegel, I believe the other uh, gentleman's name was. And they, they saw what was going on in Europe. So they wanted to come up with this iconic Superman you know, to, uh, you know, to just be a guardian, if you will, of planet Earth. And Man of Steel, to me, and I give a lot of shit to Zack Snyder. Because after those two masterpieces... I know he started smoking some crazy mushrooms, and then he's never come close since. He was smoking crack, spice, and meth. Uh, yeah, yeah, in Florida. But his take—I've never seen this before—but his take on, you know, Kal-el being Kryptonian—that well, was a huge part of that movie, Man of Steel. I've never seen anybody take that, you know. With, you know, we always see Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, he came here. You know, he was sacrificed uh, because, it's, you know, but that was it. Krypton, yeah, Krypton's blowing up. All right, we'll send him to Earth. But he took great pains to explain where he's from, why he's there, and all this alien technology around him. And at, at you know, towards like, I'd say half into the movie, you realize, oh my God, man, he's. he's you could argue him. that that's he's the backbone fr- of that movie. He's not from. Yeah, I agree with that. He's not from here. The is spaceship, he? him talking to his dad. Yeah, the lineage, the the purpose, 
that Kryptonians are born for specific reasons, and he was the and first. And why he I was mean, sent here, the yellow sun. You know, they, right. they touch on all of that. And again, Snyder, throughout I, the whole I, I movie, got, I got to give it to him on on Man of Steel, especially the first part of it, where he just did a phenomenal job setting up who is Kal El. And uh, so it was it's 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 funny because you couldn't have done that storyline in the fifties because in the fifties people were different. You know, the, the the way people acted were different. I'm the man of the house, and I'm here to take care of everybody, and I'm going to do what's right and be proper. Whereas in 2009, you had that struggle. Hey, should I just go rob banks, or should I put these people under my heel? Or there was there was a lot of that. What? How do I? How do I control this and make this right? That they did do very well. Yeah, and Man of Steel came out in 2013, so it's not that long ago. No, it, you know, it's really not. But you know, again, that, to me, that's going to be number one, only because just how iconic. And I wasn't going to tell you no. Yeah, I know. Who am I to tell Richard <laughs> no? He can't right. have a movie on there. I don't. I don't want to play this game Mr. anymore. Mr. Greg. Oh no. <laughs> Predator. My number one was Predator. Oh jeez. <laughs> And and you know what? I've got several wow. others. I've got several others that I can throw in here. Who's your next sub? <clears throat> I mean, my next sub that's not on my list. But it has um, to be number one, though. Yeah, it's it's not my number one, but we'll talk about it. Mike, Independence Day. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was on my own. How could it not be on? Yeah, on a list. It was going to be one of my bonus contents, but you know what? Um, it, it was. It, it's. You know what? When we talk about rewatchability and fun, it doesn't matter how many times you watch that movie. You laugh at Will Smith's jokes. Welcome to Earth. Yep. yep. <laughs> Randy Craig, every time he's like, more, oh. keep, more coffee, keep it coming, keep it. You know, there's just, I mean, probably one of the most iconic scenes in movie history with the Empire State Building and the White House blowing up when they when they did. Just, it's, it Roland was, Emmerich. it was. Roland Emmerich it was. does like to blow stuff up. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, it had a decent, it had a decent story. I'll, I'll accept the story. Is it, is it like, you know the thing quality story. No, it's alien but, invasion. But it was it was what it was, and it's a it's a really fun movie. It's not my number one. We'll talk. We can talk about it. Predator was my number one just because I've been watching that movie for so long. I'm a I'm an Arnold Schwarzenegger mark. That that alien. Aren't we all? Yeah. That aren't that alien. The first time you saw that alien and Predator when he decloaked and you saw that and he, that that scene where they're fighting hand to hand and he kicks his arms out wide and he just ah and the I was mouth like, opens holy up holy shit that's badass yes everybody said that. yes it, it was, was just so that's that's where my number one was I understandable Mikey I'm so glad that I made it to this movie without anybody having it but I knew nobody would have it because wow. only I would all right uh, again saw this with Dylan a couple times uh, this is one of the movies that I waited. And waited and waited for the D- the Blu-ray to come out because I could not wait to get it. I even got the steel box edition of it. Hold on, Battle of Los Angeles. Yep. Oh, 2011. Wow. I was two seconds away from bringing that up instead of Predator. Damn, how'd you get that movie? Is awesome. Is not just because it, you know the military aspect of it because you never really see the military aspect of an alien invasion movie, but this was all a Marine unit. Just one single unit, and Aaron Eckert. I mean, he's awesome. He, he's great in this movie. The you ever seen it? No, I have not. It's definitely a must see. This it's, movie is incredible. This is a movie that you have Marines fighting aliens that are essentially Marine aliens. It's not like they're overpowered. That it's, doesn't bode well. It's it's like no no mm-hmm. they're, they're not special aliens. They're just it's they're it's it's a it's a tactical they're military alien light. battle. It's not like we have lasers. We're more powerful than you. Oh. It's we have kind of the same weapons that you do, 
we've just decided that we want to move in, and it's and it's almost it's 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 like watching Save a Private Ryan, but instead of fighting the Nazis, they're fighting aliens, and it's it's, it's fucking badass. It is, the effects are great. Um, it reminds me of District Nine in the aspect that it is very gritty. Um, it's you know the city's in shambles. It's it's ruined, and they have to go out. There's you know a rescue mission, obviously that uh, Michael Pena is in it. If I remember yeah. right, Michael oh, Pena is really? in it. Yeah. Um, there's, I mean, I, I could talk about this movie for an hour. It's mm. that much fun because it's, you know, the cla- you're rooting for the military that's in it. But like Greg said, the aliens have their weapons. They do certain things a certain way. And the way that they have to go about finding it, because when they're there, we don't know what the weakness is. We don't know how to kill them because everything they're doing doesn't kill them. And there's an awesome scene where someone has to find out how the hell do we kill these things. And there's a pretty intense scene. I don't know if you remember what it is where they have to find out, look, okay, how do we kill it? And I don't want to spoil it because if you're going to watch it, it's that good. Um, This is, this isn't a movie that I can't shame anybody for not having seen because this movie came and went with little fanfare quick. Yeah. And I remember, I remember seeing it in the theaters and I'm like, Oh my God, here we go. Somebody else trying to make an alien movie. The only reason I know about this movie, I've seen this movie is because of that guy right there on my right. When we were working, when we were working at Lockheed, you were like, have you ever seen this? I'm like, why would I watch that tub of shit? And he's like, no, no, you got to watch this. I think I basically said that I'm like that movie. I mean, it was a, it was a flop. It was a monster flop. And he goes, I'm going to tell you what, put it in. If you can get past the first 30 minutes, he said, "He said, get just watch it for the first thirty minutes. You won't, you won't turn it off." And I'm like, "Okay, yeah, right." And he was right. It's, it's, it is a movie that nobody knows about but needs to be seen. It's fantastic. It is it, fantastic. It, it's that good. It's got the you know you root for your you know the Americans, you root for the, the military and all that stuff. But the alien aspect of it, it's very, very good. And there's a level of it that it is scary because like, how are they going to overcome that? I didn't put it on my list because I thought he would have it, but it's definitely numero uno. Yeah. For sure. For sure. So, yeah, that's my number one. Bow show. That's All a right. Good list. What a show. Yeah. I got like seven I can still talk about in bonus material here. I've just got a couple of honorable mentions. A couple? I mean, some of them I had to sub- substitute, but one that. Not now. Not now. This isn't now. No. no, this is later. Oh. This is for later. Shit. Sorry. That's all right. All That's right. all right. I, I'll, I'll give you a kiss on the cheek in a minute. <laughs> Richard, what, do you, what would you like to talk about? Anything you want to let people know about? Uh, no, not really, man. You know, I, I just I love coming here and doing this. I I'm always humbled that you guys invite me. So it's a lot of fun. And uh, You're the smartest you, guy in the room. What are right? you talking about? You guys know, man. I, I always share your stuff on all my social uh, media. Yeah, for because, sure. And we can't we can't thank you enough for that. Well, you know, all. I just I like I, I always say this, and I say this to everybody. I just love seeing good things happen to good people. So, so why do you like us? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to do something else. I know, I know, no, but we love having you here. It's our Alex. It's our Alexander Law at all, at our Alexander Law. Yeah, your Twitter. Your I'm, Twitter. I'm, you know, if, listen. If if I don't come up on a social media, you know, or a, a, an internet search, you're just not I'm looking. Not, I'm not doing my job. Yeah, yet. for sure. It's a good point. For sure. I know you're all over our stuff because we share your stuff as well. <sighs> I do. Your legal stories are amazing. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> what about you? You got anything? Um. No, I'm just really tired. Yeah, me too. Uh, to so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I got our shout-outs here. First of all, we'd like to thank uh, Joe Stilwell. Thank you very much for signing up and becoming a Patreon member. Thank you very, very much. We do appreciate your support. 
Um, if you guys would like to sign up on Patreon, we do have bonus material that's going to be going up. Uh, we have some up already. There will be significantly more after this weekend. Oh, um, packed we, day tomorrow. Yeah, we do. Uh, we got um, we got the store that you'd like to buy some merchandise from. Uh, we, I am gbishop72, uh, at gbishop72 on Twitter. Mike is at putty2773. Top5forfighting.com website, uh, at Top5forfighting on Twitter, at, at Top5forfighting on Facebook. Um, you can hear us on Stitcher, uh, iTunes, Spotify. Uh, if you're listening to us already, you already know where to, hi- where to hear us from. Uh, we cannot appreciate everybody s- cannot appreciate your support any more than we already do. Thank you so much. We are so happy and lucky to get to do this. We are so happy and lucky to have people like Richard who will come in and, and spend time with us, give up their Friday evening. I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, um, just a quick special hello to a friend of mine, uh, Ron Luxton who I have known since elementary school, um, mm. Mm. going through some medical stuff right now. Uh, got, in talk, got in touch with him recently. Just He's one of those schoolyard friends that we would spend till nighttime on a basketball court with a big group of our friends playing over and over. And um, He's getting through some stuff. and talked, It was great to talk to you again. Uh, hope you're doing well. Hope you're feeling better. Um, keep in touch and keep listening, and hopefully we'll get that big reunion basketball game that we've been talking about a few times that would be awesome. So get well soon, Ron. Yeah, Ron, thoughts and prayers, brother. Uh, other than that, that's it. Yeah, Let's start this weekend. Yep, in the immortal words of yogurt, the Schwartz is strong on this one. Oh, good one. <laughs> Let me tell you something about this monstrous leviathan. Hand goes up. Please don't tell me that he's going to ask. Just wait. When does he kill the vampires? How do you feel about that, Ash? I could not care less. I think we're just going to have to clockwork orange your ass. All right. Wow, that's a good one. Thanks for bringing the room down, Richard. That sounds good. I, was I can smell the freedom. He always buries something. Here's the precursor to this story. When I first met him, cat in the litter box. (laughs) All right, good one. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, you know, whatever. And now I have a son in that same infantry, literally, and it's it's just it's amazing to me.